Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Fiancé Seduced by Roommate by Scott Green Chapter 1 Dan, what are we going to do? My fiancé, Amanda, looked at me expectantly. Her worry was plain on her face. I just passed on the bad news I'd received from our apartment complex, holding their official letter in my hands. Our rent would be increasing at the end of our current lease term, it announced, by a whopping 40%. The management company that sent the letter did their best to smooth it over. We understand this may be burdensome. Market increases. Improved upgrades and quality to you. Etc. But no mere words could take this sting from the surprise. The reality was that Amanda and I could scarcely afford such an increase. Amanda was a student, enrolled at a nearby university in a master's program. I worked full-time, but I wasn't earning enough to cover that much of a cost-of-living increase. Not to mention that as a newly engaged couple, we had expenses relating to the upcoming wedding to plan for. We were faced with a major dilemma, no question. I don't know. I finally responded. But we'll figure something out. We always do. And sure enough, we did. Eventually. We went through several options together before we settled on a solution. Amanda could pick up a part-time job. I could start a second one myself. Amanda could take out extra loans to cover the cost. We could move to another apartment. We could ask our current apartment team to reconsider such a drastic increase. And so on. But we discarded these initial ideas. Either of us taking on a second job would almost be more burdensome than the rent increase itself. Moving to another place seemed promising, but the only options we found were extremely far away from work-slash-school, very rundown, or just as expensive as our new rent was. We did ask the apartment complex to consider a smaller rent hike we had been model tenants, never making a fuss and always paying on time but they declined. Lastly, we did consider taking out more loans through Amanda, but ultimately decided against it. We were concerned enough about the debt we'd already accumulated. I was the one to suggest the solution we ultimately went with. What if we sublet our second bedroom? Amanda didn't like the idea at first and honestly. I wasn't thrilled either but she came around after considering our other options. The deciding factor was that a roommate would not only cover the cost of our rent increase, but even more, assuming we split the new rent 50 fiftieths. That meant more money in our pocket at a time we certainly needed it, again, upcoming wedding. Sure, it meant we'd no longer have the luxury of living alone, but it would only be temporary. Once Amanda finished her master's and found a job, we could afford our own place again. With that decided, we now faced our next step. Finding a roommate. We'd hoped that Amanda could find someone through her school, either in her own program or a related one, but we didn't have any luck. Any potential leads either already had a place to stay or weren't willing to pay what we asked. And so, we expanded our search, posting online and reaching out to friends in the area. We did begin to receive some interest, but then our problem became deciding who to choose. Some we ruled out right away, others we chatted with online for a bit, before deciding against them. Finally, 
we narrowed our potential roommates down to two people and one couple. An older gentleman, a guy about our age, and a middle-aged couple with no kids. As desperate as we were to solve our financial problems, we didn't want to be stuck subletting to someone we'd later regret. To finish our due diligence, we decided to meet all three potentials in person for coffee. They all seemed promising, but I knew that online interactions were no substitute for meeting face-to-face. The middle-aged couple, Steve and Melissa, were first. They'd apparently wanted to downsize their lifestyle and make a push to an early retirement. Initially, I was optimistic. They seemed friendly and genuine. But then Melissa made an offhand comment about how nice it was to see a couple like us that married before moving in together, rather than living in sin like most young people. I coldly corrected her that Amanda and I were merely engaged and not married yet. Melissa tried to backtrack, but the damage was done. They were out. Next was the older gentleman, Frank. He too seemed promising at first, but I couldn't help but notice that he openly ogled Amanda. I couldn't blame him. Amanda isn't a big girl, but she's plump and well-proportioned. Her curvy body was fertility made manifest. Despite her hot body, Amanda eschewed wearing makeup, leaving her freckled face oddly plain by comparison. Her dirty blonde hair was also maintenance-free, often left to hang loose or put up in a simple bun. Don't get me wrong, I loved Amanda's natural look, but I wasn't used to having other men show such an open interest in her. Hot body or not, I think many guys tended to discount Amanda, wrongly, as a butterface. After we'd finished with coffee, Amanda and I told Frank that we'd be in touch and let him know our decision. Once we'd left, I asked Amanda for her impressions of Frank. She sounded like she'd been less than pleased, saying he gave off creepy vibes. Guess I wasn't the only one to notice Frank's ugly. That left the guy our age, Dante. To my surprise, Dante was black. We lived in an area where there wasn't a heavy black population, so it threw me a bit when he told us before our meeting. I think he was afraid that we might hold it against him, but I didn't. He could have been purple, and I wouldn't have minded. Money is money. Amanda, however, did hesitate. She wasn't racist, she explained, but she just had never been around a black person before. It made her nervous, she admitted, even though she knew it shouldn't. I should share at this point that Amanda was homeschooled growing up. Unlike some homeschooled kids, Amanda received a stellar education, and her parents took steps to engage her with other children through extracurricular activities. Despite this, I still thought of Amanda as being sheltered, and there were certain social cues and interactions that I don't think she ever fully grasped. By comparison, I went to a large public school, so there weren't many types of people that I didn't encounter at some point, black people included. But for Amanda, a black person must have been an exotic unknown, heard about, but never encountered. I pointed out that we had liked our online conversations with Dante just fine, the color of his skin was irrelevant. Whatever her initial hesitations, Amanda agreed I was right. And so, we met Dante for coffee. Dante wasn't what I had expected. Physically, he was tall and imposing, but surprisingly soft-spoken, with a deep, soothing voice. We learned that Dante worked full-time as a licensed massage therapist, LMT. While he made decent money, he hoped by sharing living space he could begin to save for a house. Personality-wise, Dante seemed supremely self-confident, 
but he had a self-deprecating sense of humor that kept him from coming across as arrogant. I think Amanda and I both were impressed with his natural charisma. More importantly, he didn't raise any red flags either. I didn't know if Dante and I would ever be friends, but I felt like I could live with him just fine. Amanda had a similar favorable impression, but she did have one concern. As a masseuse, Dante often worked non-traditional hours, especially in the evenings and on the weekends. From my perspective, this was a bonus because it meant that I wouldn't see him much once I returned from my 9-to-5 job. But for Amanda, it meant that she would have to be alone with him during portions of the day that I was at work. As a grad student, Amanda had odd hours herself, with maybe just a few hours of in-class time with several more hours of at-home work and studying. Amanda explained that she wasn't sure how she felt being alone with a strange man. As I had mentioned earlier, Amanda could be a bit sheltered. In some areas she was very modern, but in others, her sensibilities were more traditional. For example, despite living together as an engaged couple, Amanda and I still hadn't had sex. She wasn't a prude she'd give me a hand job if I requested it but she wanted to save sex for after we were married. Her hesitation wasn't based on religious scruples, but rather a bad experience she'd had with her first boyfriend. They met their freshman year, and after six months of what seemed to be a passionate, supportive relationship, Amanda finally slept with him. Their relationship immediately changed after that, and her boyfriend became distant and controlling. Apparently his perfect SO persona had been a long con to get into Amanda's pants, and it had worked. Amanda broke up with him soon after, but it destroyed her self-worth for several months. By the time we met in her junior year, Amanda had only been herself again for a short time. She swore she wouldn't put herself through that again. Amanda's chastity was admittedly hard for me sometimes the occasional hand job only left me wanting more but I loved her and was willing to wait for her sake. Besides, we'd been together for over two years by this point. What was another year? Amanda's concern about being alone with another man seemed to come from a similar traditional mindset. I suspected there was another layer too. With all the stories of rape and assault in the news, I could understand her hesitation, even if I didn't think Dante would be a problem. I reassured her that I would only be a call away at all times, and if it helped reassure her, she could just stay in our bedroom with the door locked while she was alone with him. Hell, she could even stay out of the apartment entirely and hang out at the school library until I returned. With these reassurances, Amanda at last gave her blessing. We messaged Dante with the good news, and he thanked us profusely for our offer. We hammered out a few final details, including a written contract for him to sign, and then it was official. Dante would be our new roommate. If only I had known what we were in for. Chapter 2 After Amanda and I decided to let Dante move in with us, a weight fell off our shoulders. With his rent to support ours, we paid less overall even with the apartment's price hike. No longer stressed about our finances, Amanda and I returned to living our lives and focusing on our upcoming wedding. Dante moved in a short time after we gave him the official sublet offer. He didn't bring much in the way of furniture or other belongings, basically clothes, toiletries, a bed, and a few other essentials. The only odd item was a portable massage table that he stored in his room. Dante explained that as a massage therapist, he liked to have it on hand just in case it was needed. Dante didn't say so outright, 
but I suspected that, as needed, was code for. When I have girls over. Momentarily, I wondered if we'd have to worry about a series of strange women coming into our apartment at Dante's invitation. I suspected Dante, an attractive and charismatic black man, would have no shortage of women who would be willing to accept such an invite. That proved not to be the case, however. In fact, I don't think Dante took home any girls at all. Maybe he was embarrassed by his relatively humble lodgings or maybe he didn't want to invite women over knowing Amanda and I were always around. Or maybe he just wasn't the womanizer I imagined him to be. And I would have known if he did try to sneak someone in. It embarrasses me to admit it, but after we offered Dante our extra room, I ordered some hidden cameras to place in the apartment. I liked Dante well enough, but he still was basically a stranger to us. I didn't want to risk something happening when Amanda and I were gone and not having any proof. And so, using my hidden cameras, I could now keep an eye on the apartment, even when we weren't there. Or at least most of it I left Dante's room and the bathrooms alone. I felt cameras there would be too much of an invasion of privacy. With the cameras up, I felt better, even if slightly ashamed by resorting to this secret step. I decided against telling Amanda about the cameras too, partially because I didn't want to worry her, but also because I didn't to admit I'd been insecure enough to place them. As it turned out, I needn't have worried. Dante proved to be a great roommate. He largely kept to himself, but whenever we did cross paths, he was always polite and seemed to take a genuine interest in us. He also kept the apartment clean, which I know Amanda appreciated deeply. Adjusting to a stranger living with us proved easier than expected, and by the time Amanda started her semester a couple weeks later, we'd fallen into a comfortable new routine. But once Amanda started school again, Dante was left alone in the apartment for long periods of time. I told myself I wouldn't use the hidden cameras to spy on Dante. I only planned to use them for their recordings if something went missing or was damaged but curiosity got the better of me. Whenever Dante was in the common area of the apartment, I found myself checking in on him, just to see what he was up to. My work could be pretty mindless, so it seemed like an easy way for some light entertainment, with the added bonus that if my boss caught me staring at my phone, I could just claim to be keeping an eye on a new roommate. For the most part, Dante stayed in his room, but even when he did come out, he didn't do anything particularly interesting. But one day, as he was lounging on our couch watching TV, Dante received a phone call. That was new, so I turned my attention to his conversation. Hey man, what's going on? Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, no, the new apartment is good. The money I'm saving means I should be able to put a down payment on a house in just a couple years. He paused, letting the other person talk. I mean, yeah, normally I'd rather live alone too but at least Dan and Amanda are pretty chill. The other person said something intelligible. Yeah, no, much better than my last roommate. Dan's a bit quiet but seems like a nice guy. Amanda's more talkative, but she's a bit awkward. I don't know if it's just me, though, or if she's like that all the time. Dante paused again and then laughed. Man, you gotta stop with that. You're gonna get me in trouble. I mean, yeah, if I ran across Amanda at a bar or something, sure I'd try and pick her up. She's one of those girls that's got a great body but doesn't seem to know it, you know? She's got curves like you wouldn't believe. Her chest and hips, mm, 
Let's just say they don't make them like that anymore. Dante bit his lips and closed his eyes, as if he was savoring the mental image. After a second, he continued. But she's engaged. I'm not looking to be a homewrecker. Besides, I'm pretty much their guest. Dante shook his head as the other person talked. Yeah, sure, I'll see if I can get you a picture. But don't expect me to set you guys up or anything. I don't play those games. But hey man, I gotta go. I'll catch you later? Yeah. Cool. Bye. Dante ended the call. I looked away from the camera feed, trying to process what I just overheard. In all my time with Amanda, I had never heard anyone express an attraction to her so openly and casually. Sure, I knew she caught the attention of other guys, but hearing another man rave about her body was something else. The fact that Dante was an objectively attractive man himself only amplified the effect on me. I wondered how Amanda would feel if she heard Dante salivating over her like that. I should have been jealous, but Dante was just expressing his opinion to a friend, rather than actively making a move on Amanda, and somehow that made it okay. If anything, Dante's attraction to Amanda gave me a sense of pride, similar to a neighbor admiring your fancy new sports car. And just like with a fancy car, I realized that part of me wanted to show Amanda off even more. If Dante thought she had a great body now, he should try seeing it when it wasn't hidden under clothes. It was just a passing thought I didn't actually want Dante to see Amanda naked but it gave me a thrill nonetheless. Still, the moment was over, and I returned to my work. I might have forgotten the situation entirely, if not for a series of encounters a couple weeks later. It started on a weekday evening. Amanda and I were prepping for bed when Amanda realized she'd left her water bottle out in the kitchen. After making sure she was decently clothed a new routine we'd become used to now that we had Dante she left our room to retrieve it. Seconds later, I heard her make a surprised gasp followed by an apology. Then came Dante's voice, then silence, until Amanda returned a moment later. I could see she was flushed. Everything okay? I asked. Yeah, everything's fine. I just didn't realize Dante was out there, Amanda said as she sat her water bottle down by the bed. He does live with us, you know. I pointed out. I know, it's just. Amanda paused, trying to find her words. He wasn't wearing a shirt. Her flush deepened as she said it. Ah, that explained it. Amanda was embarrassed. But was she embarrassed by Dante's lack of modesty? Or was she embarrassed by how it had made her feel? As I said before, Dante was an attractive man. I couldn't blame Amanda for liking the view, assuming that was the case. Amanda noticed my internal monologue going on, but she misinterpreted its content. He had pants on, don't worry. She quickly added, I'm just not used to having a strange man shirtless in my kitchen. Well, I guess that's part of having a roommate. I shrugged. Yeah. Amanda agreed hesitatingly. I just don't think I should be seeing any half-naked men where I live, other than my wonderful fiancé, of course. Amanda patted me affectionately. I appreciate it. I said, kissing her back. For whatever it's worth, I don't mind if Dante makes himself at home. Our apartment is his apartment too, after all. Besides, Dante's a good-looking guy. It's okay to look. I don't know what prompted me to add in those last lines. 
I think I was trying to show Amanda that I wasn't jealous or upset, but once the words left my mouth, I realized it sounded like I was encouraging her. And that's how Amanda took it. Dan, I'm not going to enjoy looking at another man, she said, shaking her head. That's weird. Oops. Time to backtrack. I'm not saying you should enjoy it. I'm just saying a quick appreciative glance isn't a big deal. It's human nature. Besides, I know Dante's looked at you. What? Amanda asked disbelievingly. What do you mean you know Dante's looked at me? Shit. My mind raced on how to get out of the hole I dug for myself. I couldn't mention the cameras now, without getting into even more trouble. And so, I improvised. I've seen him check you out on occasion. I lied. On occasion? You mean more than once? And you haven't told him to cut it out? I'm your fiancé, for crying out loud. You shouldn't be okay with other guys staring at me. Amanda said incredulously. He wasn't staring. Just the occasional eye run down. You're a good-looking woman. Any straight guy would do the same. How could I hold it against him? I protested. Amanda stared at me, as if she suspected I was hiding something else. Finally, she spoke. Do you look at other women? I sighed internally. Fuck. I didn't know if Amanda was picking a fight with me on purpose or if she legitimately thought that I never noticed other attractive women. I was tempted to blame Amanda's homeschooling again, but I couldn't be sure. I needed to pick my words carefully. Do I look? Yeah, sometimes. It's my reptile brain. All guys have it. But stare? Or compare them to you? No. You're the only woman for me, Amanda. There's nobody else I'd want to spend my life with. Amanda stared at me for a moment, trying to gauge my sincerity. She must have decided I was telling the truth or that it wasn't worth arguing about because she sighed. Okay, fine. Sorry if I came on a little too strong. I just didn't expect you to be so cavalier about Dante being shirtless around me. I didn't want you to think that I was mad at you for it. I explained, feeling the tension in the room begin to dissipate. And I appreciate it. A little jealousy about me is okay, though. Amanda winked, and I knew we were back to normal. Noted. We finished our nightly routine and climbed into bed. As we were about to turn off the light, Amanda turned to me. Could you talk to Dante sometime? Maybe ask him to keep his shirt on when he's out of his room? Sure, babe. I agreed, kissing her on the cheek. Thanks. I love you, she said, turning back over. I love you too. Normally, I didn't see Dante in the mornings. He stayed in his room whenever I came out for breakfast and never emerged until after I left for work. I suspected he slept in, much like Amanda when she didn't have early morning class. The morning after his shirtless encounter with Amanda, though, I found him in the kitchen, quietly eating some cereal. He saw me approach. Hey, man. Good morning. Morning. I responded. I'm surprised to see you up so early. Yeah, one of the other massage therapists is on vacation this week, so I'm picking up some of her shifts. I don't see how you do this every day, Mr. 9 to 5. I'd die in a week. Dante made a disgusted face. I laughed. You get used to it. Besides, it could be worse. You could have to stand all day touching people who only shower once a month. 
Dante stared at me for a second, then chuckled. You know what, Dan? You're all right. Here, pull up a seat. Dante motioned to the empty chair across from him. The gesture was ironic since the table set was Amanda and mine's, not his. I sat. We ate breakfast together while we chatted. Our conversation reinforced my earlier impression of Dante that he was supremely self-confident, but he didn't lord it over anyone. He made you feel included rather than like you were beneath him. He was funny too, in a restrained sort of way. As we finished our food, I remembered Amanda's request for me to talk to Dante about his shirtlessness. Hey, man. Before we head off to work, there's something I'd like to talk with you about. Yeah, sure, Dan. What's up? Dante leaned forward, his interest piqued. I sighed. You're gonna think I'm crazy, but I promised Amanda I'd say something. Last night, she went to get her water bottle from the kitchen, and she ran into you, right? When she came back, she was all sorts of flushed, so I asked her what's going on. I figured maybe she'd said something embarrassing. But turns out, it was just because you weren't wearing a shirt. I paused, letting Dante catch up. Oh shit, man. I didn't mean to offend anyone, Dante said. I was just hot. No need to apologize. I don't know if you know this about Amanda, but she was homeschooled so she's got more old-school views on certain things, you know? You seem like an upstanding guy, but it just made her uncomfortable. You think you could keep your shirt on if you're out in the common area? Oh yeah, no problem, man. I'll run off to my room first whenever I feel the urge to give my chest some air. From someone else, I might have taken this as snide sarcasm, but from Dante it came off as a tongue-in-cheek joke. Thanks, man, I appreciate it. For whatever it's worth, I don't care where you go shirtless, but like I said, I made Amanda a promise. No worries, man. Gotta do what the soon-to-be missus wants. I understand. Been there. Oh, you've been engaged before? I asked, legitimately surprised. Dante laughed. No, but I still know what that part of it is like. I laughed too. I went to work thinking that the issue of Dante's shirtlessness had been resolved. And in a way, it had, but our conversation would have lingering consequences. The following week, Dante returned to his normal working hours, which meant he and Amanda had overlapping time in the apartment again. So far, they'd not had any real encounters as they both stayed in their rooms, Amanda working on her schoolwork and Dante doing God knew what. But that was about to change. I'd fallen in the habit of keeping my camera feed pulled up while I was at work. It was almost a comfort habit at this point. It made me feel better simply to see my apartment, even while nothing was happening. Just a little reminder of home, basically. It might have been a wasteful battery drain, but I kept my phone on its charger, so I never worried about it dying. And, as it turned out, I did manage to see something interesting that week. It was early afternoon on Wednesday. Amanda had just returned from school and headed straight to our room, like normal. Soon after, I saw Dante pop out of his own room, a few minutes after Amanda's arrival. I expected him to head out the door like he normally did, but instead he went to the kitchen and began gathering various items. That caught my attention. I hadn't seen Dante cook anything beyond what he could microwave. Still, even out of the ordinary, there's nothing especially exciting about cooking food, so I only half-watched as Dante bustled around the kitchen. 
Eventually, I realized he was baking some cookies from one of those store-bought packs that he had hidden away in the fridge. Again, odd for Dante, but not too crazy, relatively speaking. What did catch my attention, though, was when the cookies had cooled slightly, he stacked them on a plate and headed towards our room. He knocked at the door. Amanda had been seated at her desk, typing away at her laptop when Dante's knock startled her to attention. For a moment she seemed panicked no doubt wondering what Dante could possibly want with her. The fear of being alone with him must have been on her mind, because I saw her retrieve some hidden mace before she approached the door. She cracked it open, just enough so Dante could see her face. Oh, hey, Dante. You need something? Amanda sounded casual, but she still held the mace tightly in her hand. Hey, Amanda. Sorry to bother you, but I just wanted to apologize. If Dante was offended by Amanda not opening the door fully to him, he didn't show it. For what? Amanda asked, clearly surprised by Dante's statement. For making you feel uncomfortable last night. Dan passed on your request about wanting me to wear a shirt when I'm out of my room. I didn't think anyone else would be up, so it didn't even occur to me to put one on. But to make it up to you, I baked you some cookies. Here. Dante pulled the plate of cookies from behind his back and held it to the door. Amanda discreetly set the mace on a nearby shelf before opening the door fully to Dante. Oh, that's so sweet of you, Dante, thanks. Amanda gushed, taking the plate from Dante's hands. You definitely didn't have to do that. They look delicious. They are. I snuck one earlier, Dante said, shrugging and flashing his white smile. I couldn't resist. I don't blame you. They smell fantastic, Amanda laughed, before trying one herself. She made a noise of approval. I'll just say apology very much accepted. She finished the rest of her cookie and then turned serious. Listen, Dante. I don't want you to think I was making a big deal out of you being shirtless. I know it's just a shirt, and this is your home now as much as it's ours. But with Dan and I being engaged, I thought it might not be a good look, you know. I bump into a shirtless man late at night in my apartment, and he's not my fiancé? Besides, I wouldn't want Dan to feel jealous or anything. No need to explain. I understand. Dante reassured her. If it helps, Dan told me he wasn't bothered by it at all. I don't think you have to worry about him feeling jealous. He doesn't strike me as the type. Yeah, I don't think he'd be jealous of you either. Amanda agreed, then quickly added. Not you specifically, I mean. Just in general. I didn't mean to make it sound like I was calling you ugly. You're obviously far from it. Amanda took a breath. Her face turned a bright shade of red. Sorry, that came out weird. Sometimes my sentences jumble up in my brain, and then I word vomit. What I'm trying to say is that I agree with you that Dan isn't the jealous type. Dante had watched Amanda's awkward digression silently, but a slow smile crept over his face as she tried to recover herself. Amanda, it's okay. You don't have to worry about offending me. Besides, I appreciate the compliment. What compliment? Saying I'm far from ugly. I know you probably didn't mean anything by it, but I'm choosing to take it that way. Coming from an attractive girl like you, it means a lot. Amanda started to protest, either in response to Dante's forwardness or out of a sense of modesty, but Dante cut her off. 
Don't worry, I'm not trying to hit on you, just stating a fact. But I'm gonna get back to my room now. Got some stuff to work on. Enjoy your cookies. Dante smiled and turned away. Amanda watched him leave for a second before she shouted after him. Thanks, Dante, for the cookies and your apology. That was a sweet gesture. Dante waved appreciatively without even turning around. The next moment he was gone, vanished back into his room. From the camera, I saw Amanda return to her desk and begin to peck away at her laptop again. As she worked, I considered what I'd just seen. The exchange between Dante and Amanda had been a little flirty at the end, but overall it was innocent enough. But I sensed a hidden undertone, a suggestion of a mutual fascination. I knew already that Dante found Amanda attractive, and now he told her outright, even if it had been said offhandedly. But I was more intrigued by Amanda's reaction to Dante. I didn't see Amanda flustered often, so the fact that a short conversation with Dante left her tripping over her words was significant. I suspected Dante being black was part of it. Amanda likely still saw him as an exotic novelty. And then there was her line about Dante being obviously far from ugly. I doubt she even realized the implication behind her phrase as she said it, but it was a tacit admission that she found Dante attractive as well. And Dante had clearly picked up on it. I was pulled from my thoughts by new activity on the bedroom camera. Amanda had risen from her desk and walked to the door. She opened it slightly and peeked out, before closing it again and quietly turning the lock. She then made her way to the bed and laid flat on top of the covers. What was she doing? For a moment, she simply lay there, staring at the ceiling. Then, inexplicably, she undid her jeans and pulled them and her panties down slightly, to just above her knees. Without stopping, her hands then retreated back upwards. Once they reached her collarbone, Amanda pressed them against her shirt, almost as if she were groping herself through it. After a short pause, she slowly snaked them over her body, caressing herself, until they reached her hips. I watched, riveted, as Amanda smoothly slid her right hand over her pelvis and down between her legs. Delicately, she pressed her fingers against herself and began moving them in a small circle. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Amanda was masturbating. I quickly glanced around to make sure nobody at my work would get an accidental eyeful. My mind whirled. I'd never seen Amanda masturbate before. I didn't doubt she did, but she must have done it away from me and off camera, likely in the shower. Hell, I'd never seen her pussy touched at all. She wouldn't even let me play with her, claiming that she didn't want to risk endangering her chastity before our wedding but she clearly knew how to please herself. As her fingers worked, she kept quiet, but I could see her body becoming increasingly sensitized. By now, Amanda had closed her eyes and was biting her lip in concentration. I couldn't help but wonder, had her short conversation with Dante really gotten her this fired up? Sure, there was a simmer between them, but if this was because of Dante, I'd clearly underestimated just how much heat Amanda had felt. I should have been angry or jealous, but I wasn't. I was fascinated. I'd never seen this side of Amanda before, despite our years together. Our limited physical contact had always been about pleasuring me, and now I realized what I'd been missing. My fiancé had a sexual side herself. And now that I'd seen it, there was no going back. I quickly fled to the bathroom, 
bringing my phone and trying to hide my rapidly growing erection. Once I was safely inside, I pulled my cock out and returned my attention to the screen. Amanda was still steadily rubbing herself, and now I began to do the same. My own pleasure mirrored hers. As she drew closer to her threshold, I did too. I was fixated on Amanda's face. Her closed eyes, bit lips, and contracted eyebrows were a portrait of ecstasy. A soft gasp escaped her mouth and I saw her body begin to shiver. My own orgasm was imminent and the knowledge that I was finally seeing Amanda orgasm pushed me over the edge. I'd had the foresight to place myself over the sink and I now exploded into it as waves of pleasure crashed over my brain. At last I came back to earth and returned my attention to Amanda. She was laying in her own afterglow, staring at the ceiling again. She may not have known it, but we just mutually masturbated for the first time. Even though Dante may have been Amanda's inspiration, I'd never felt closer to her. Once I'd recovered, I cleaned up and returned to my workstation. I saw Amanda had returned to her computer as well. It appeared we'd fallen back into the real world again. Or at least our bodies had my mind couldn't stop thinking about Amanda and how erotic she had looked playing with herself. I simply had to see more. I finished my shift and rushed back to the apartment. After entering our bedroom, I greeted Amanda with a heavy kiss, catching her off guard. Oh, well, hello to you too. She giggled. Sorry, I just really miss you today. I said. Ah, that's sweet, Dan. Amanda smiled at me. But look, I have a surprise for you too. Amanda pulled out the plate of cookies she'd hidden and offered them to me. Dante made these as an apology for last night. He said you guys talked this morning about it, and he felt so bad that he gave us these. Oh, that was nice of him, I said, pretending to be surprised. I took one it was indeed delicious, perfect ratio of chocolate to cookie. Yeah, I thought so too, Amanda agreed. I think we did a good job picking him as our roommate. Me too, I echoed but I was distracted by a thought that had just popped into my head. Amanda didn't want to show her sexual side to me until after the wedding, but what if I could use Dante to bring it out of her? It was a crazy idea, I knew. I shouldn't be using another man to encourage my fiancé's sexuality. But it wasn't like I'd be trying to get them to hook up. Just a little light teasing, enough to fire Amanda up a bit and need release. The more I thought about it, the more I liked the idea. The only question was how to make it happen. It was time to brainstorm. Chapter 3 For the first few days after I saw Amanda masturbate for the first time, it was about all I could think about. The way she pleasured herself was like a hit of heroin. Her innocent face contorted in pleasure, her body pulling in on itself as she came. I couldn't stop fixating on it, either in my memory or my saved video file. Yes, I'll admit it. I saved the recording of my fiancé masturbating. In less than a year, I'd be able to see it in person her promise to wait until marriage would be fulfilled but I couldn't wait that long. Having a taste of Amanda's sexual side was amazing, but I needed more. And I needed it now. The fact that our roommate, Dante, was the likely cause behind Amanda's spontaneous pleasure session wasn't lost on me. Far from bothering me, though, it served as an inspiration. Maybe I could use him to push Amanda over the edge again. The only question was how. Their mutual attraction had become clear, 
which should have made my job easier. But it did create its own problem. Amanda would be aware of her attraction, and I knew she'd avoid putting herself in a situation where she might be tested. And as for Dante, he had told his friend that even though he admired Amanda's body, he wasn't looking to be a homewrecker. Whatever I did to bring them together needed to seem natural, innocent, and yet still with the potential for sparks. But not too many sparks. As much as I enjoyed the effect Dante had on Amanda, she was still my fiancée. I wanted Amanda to be teased, but just enough for me to enjoy the results. It was a puzzle, but eventually I found a solution. It would take some persuasion, but I thought I could pull it off. First, I needed Dante on board. I managed to catch him one evening while Amanda was working on homework. He'd stepped out of his room for water while I was in the kitchen. Seeing my chance, I got his attention. Hey, Dante. Sorry to bother you, but I've been thinking. I explained my idea to him, channeling my inner salesman. Dante listened to my proposal thoughtfully, but I couldn't decide if he was buying it or not. As I wrapped up my pitch, I saw a mischievous glint enter his eye. So, let me make sure I understand. You're offering to lower my portion of the rent, and in exchange, I give you guys a massage once a week? In other words, the white couple is offering the black man lodging while he provides them physical labor? Is that right? That sounds familiar for some reason. Oh shit, Dante. That's not... I didn't mean... I'm not trying to say. I stumbled over my words, realizing what Dante was hinting at. Dante laughed. Relax, man. I'm just fucking with you. That sounds like a great deal to me, actually. I'm trying to save money, so every little bit helps. How's this sound? Instead of splitting rent 50-50, we do 60-40ths and I'll give you guys a free 30-minute massage once a week. That's for a month. That was perfect, but I try not to let my excitement show. Works for me. Do you have everything you need? I know you have the table, but what about the oils and so on? Yeah, I got it all. You just let me know when you want to start, and I'll make it happen. Awesome. Sounds great, Dante. I paused briefly. I'll be honest, though. I still have to okay all this with Amanda first. I was going to surprise her with the idea, but I didn't want to say something until I knew you agreed to it. Dante sighed exaggeratedly. Come on, Dan. You can't get my hopes up like that. I'm gonna be a sad black man if she says no now. Tell her it's to help provide housing for a minority. I laughed. Don't worry. I'll talk her into it. I went back to our room to try. So, what do you think? I'd just given Amanda her own version of my spiel. Amanda looked thoughtful. It sounds tempting, especially with the raise that you got recently. And you're right. A massage would be a great way to help with all this school stress. But isn't it a bit weird to use Dante? I don't think so. I shrugged. I mean, he gives massages for a living. He's not just some random guy. And the deal he's giving us is way better than if we booked a massage normally. Plus, there's the bonus that we don't even have to leave the apartment for it. Not to mention we can schedule pretty much any time. Amanda considered some more. I want to say yes. She finally admitted. But will you be okay with it? I know Dante's a professional, but still. 
I don't want to do anything that makes you uncomfortable. I won't be uncomfortable. If it helps you feel better, I can be here at the apartment when you get your massage. That would help. Amanda agreed. Awesome. So you're in? Yeah, I'm in. But I want you to go first. It was your idea, after all. Amanda smiled. Damn it. Oh well, guess I couldn't be too upset. I'd gotten the agreement I'd hoped for. Sure. I'll let Dante know. I left our room and went to Dante's. I knocked on the door softly. Seconds later he opened it. Hey, Dan, so, you get Amanda to agree? Dante asked. Amanda's game. We can start whenever. She wants me to go first though I think she's still a little nervous about the whole idea. I explained you were a professional, blah blah, but that's just how she is. I shrugged. Oh, no worries. I usually take extra steps to help soothe my first-time clients. I think many of them expect some sweet little white lady to be their masseuse, and then instead they get me, Mr. Big Black Man. I usually joke that I'm like a panda bear. I may look large and intimidating, but if you make a sudden move, I'm running for my life. Hell, I still get scared of the dark sometimes. I laughed. I think that line would work well on Amanda, for sure. You may not even need it, though, if she can see you work on me first. When do you want to start? How about Saturday? 4 p.m.? My calendar's free, then. Works for me. I agreed. I'll make sure to not be late. You better not. I know where you live. Dante said, feigning a threatening tone. Noted. I laughed. See ya, Dante. See you, man. Dante was a great masseuse, there was no denying it. That Saturday, he set up the massage table in our living room and placed his oils and whatnot on a nearby stand. He then retreated to his room, allowing me to strip to my underwear and lay face down on the table, Amanda casually observing from a nearby bar stool. I covered myself with the provided towel and allowed myself to sink in. Despite the table's portable nature, it was surprisingly comfortable. I was also pleasantly warm apparently the table had heating pads built into it. Once I was settled, Dante exited his room and approached. A moment later, peaceful music began to play, filling the air with a mix of soft electronic and nature sounds. You comfortable? Dante asked. His soft, deep voice was like an auditory hug. Yep, I confirmed. Good. I've got our timer going, so you just relax. Let your mind drift, and I'll help your tension melt away with it. And with that, Dante started the massage. At first, he focused exclusively on my back, but then he moved to my arms, and after, my legs. Even as a straight man, I was enjoying myself. Dante's fingers seemed to find every tight spot in my muscles and work them out in no time. I zoned out and soaked in the experience. It was over before I knew it. When the timer chimed, Dante placed the towel back over me and went back to his room. I slowly rose from the bench and stood on the floor, slightly unsteadily. Despite the time flying by, I couldn't deny how much better I felt. Knots in my muscles were gone that I hadn't realized were there in the first place. So, how was it? Amanda asked. Amazing. You're gonna love it. I said, testing my newly stress-free muscles. I feel bad that you have to wait until next week. Oh, I don't mind. I'm just glad to see you enjoyed it. 
I definitely did. I agreed. I raised my voice so Dante could hear me from inside his room. Hey, Dante. That was a great job. I'm gonna go shower this oil off now. But thanks again. No problem. Thank you for paying me for it, came his reply. Make sure you stay hydrated. With that, I hobbled to our bedroom. Amanda didn't follow and remained on her stool, so I closed the door behind me. Just after I'd left, I heard Dante come back out of his room again, and he and Amanda struck up a conversation about massage techniques. I smiled they were becoming more comfortable with each other. If I was lucky, I wouldn't have to wait until next week for Amanda to give me another show. I started my shower and let my mind wander into the possibilities. Unfortunately, my hope for show didn't arrive. Either Amanda didn't masturbate that week, or she did it somewhere other than the bedroom. I took care of my needs using the footage I already had, but I knew I couldn't get by with it forever. As Amanda's massage approached, my anticipation was high. We had it scheduled for Friday evening Dante's Saturday schedule was full this week. Amanda looked forward to it at first, but when the time arrived, she got nervous. Is this weird? I've never stripped down for a man like this before. I know it's for a massage, but still. She whispered to me. Dante had set up the massage table again and retreated to his room to give Amanda privacy. I mean, I don't think it's weird, and I'd hate for you to miss out on the opportunity. I offered supportively. But it's your call. Just remember I'll be right here with you. Amanda hesitated for a moment, and then began stripping her jeans off. Her socks and shirt came next, leaving her in just a bra and panties. I'd seen her naked plenty of times before, of course, but something about seeing my fiancé wearing so little in our now-shared living space was massively erotic. Amanda's phenomenal curves were on full display, barely hidden by her underwear. Her wide hips screamed for attention. Her full breasts demanded to be fondled. Her legs and belly begged for a caress. And yet, despite the natural sensuality of her body, Amanda's makeup-free face hinted at an inviolable innocence. But rather than diminishing her appeal, the contrast only heightened her desirability further. There was no denying it. My fiancé was sexy as hell. Even two years in, I still couldn't believe I'd managed to land her. I could only imagine what Dante would think once he saw her body so openly. And he was going to do more than just look. Amanda started to climb under the covers, but I realized she'd left her bra on. Hey, Amanda, you might want to take your top off too, I pointed out. You don't want oil on it, I'm assuming. Besides, you'll be face down the whole time. Not like there will be anything for Dante to see anyway. Amanda looked down towards her chest, realizing her mistake. She then looked back at me. Oh, yeah? I didn't even think about that. Amanda admitted. I sensed her unspoken hope to stay as covered as possible, but she unhooked her bra anyway, tossing it onto her other discarded clothes. Her breasts swayed in the air invitingly. I almost whistled appreciatively but managed to stop myself in time. The last thing Amanda needed now was to feel more self-conscious. With just her panties left on, Amanda finally crawled onto the table and flipped face down under the towel. Okay, we're good. I said loudly enough for Dante to hear. Dante exited his room a moment later, walking straight over to Amanda. After prepping his oils and starting his relaxation music, 
Dante then pulled the towel from Amanda's back. He brought it to just above her hips and tucked it gently underneath her. Okay, Amanda, Dante said gently. Let's get you relaxed. He began the massage. If Dante enjoyed rubbing Amanda, he kept it hidden. He was perfectly professional, just as he had been with me. But as the massage progressed, I was surprised to find myself becoming aroused. I'd planned the massage hoping it would lead to more of Amanda's self-pleasure, but now I realized I didn't even need that. Just the sight of Dante running his hands over my fiancé was turning me on. Something about the contrast of his dark skin against Amanda's relative paleness, and the way he domineered over her body as she lay submissively underneath him. I knew I shouldn't enjoy their contact like this, but there was no denying I was. After Dante had worked on Amanda's back for a while, he took a brief detour to her arms. One at a time, he lifted them up and massaged slowly from her shoulders to her fingertips. I don't know if it was just in my head, but when Dante reached Amanda's hands, it seemed like he ever so briefly allowed his fingers to intertwine with hers before he moved on. My suspicions were aroused further when Dante didn't place her arms back directly next to Amanda's body, but rather angled a bit further away. It was a small difference, and could have been innocently done. But without her arm pressed against her, the curve of Amanda's left breast was now visible from underneath her body. And if I could see it, Dante absolutely could. Finished with Amanda's arms, Dante replaced the towel over Amanda's back and then moved down to her legs. He lifted the towel's bottom half up, folding it carefully just above Amanda's knees so only a tiny portion of her thighs was visible. Dante had put the towel further up with me, but I suspected he was afraid to go so high on Amanda. At least while I was watching. The rest of the massage wasn't especially exciting, unfortunately, and Dante didn't spend much time on Amanda's legs before his timer went off. I did notice that after recovering her legs with the towel, he gave her a small pat on the side of her hip before he left. It could have been a friendly we're finished gesture but I suspected Dante couldn't resist the allure of Amanda's unreal curvature. Feeling is believing, and all that. Once Dante had returned to his room, Amanda slowly pulled herself off the table and stood next to it. She appeared slightly flushed, but it was impossible to tell if it came from the table's heat, or her own internal heat. How do you feel? I asked. Amanda shook her head, as if coming back to herself. That was great. You were right, Dan. A massage was just what I needed to decompress. Thanks for setting this up. And for keeping me company. Not a problem, I replied. I tried to seem casual, but my blood was still pumping strong. Hopefully that relieved your school stress. Some of it. Unfortunately, there's still plenty left. Amanda smiled ruefully. Good thing you're due for a repeat in a couple weeks then, huh? Amen to that. Amanda agreed, as she gathered her scattered clothes. I'm gonna hit the shower and get this oil off me. And then back to studying, I guess. Lame, I teased. I'll leave you to it, though. I'll probably hang out here with Dante, so you'll have the bedroom to yourself. You just let me know when you're done studying, and I'll come join you. My unspoken hope was that Amanda would take advantage of her privacy to do more than just study. Sounds good. I love you, Amanda acknowledged, heading to the bedroom. I love you too. To my disappointment, 
Amanda did not masturbate in the bedroom that evening. I couldn't be sure, but I suspected she used the shower instead. It's possible that she didn't masturbate at all, of course, but if a simple conversation with Dante had fired her up, hands-on contact should have done at least that. While I waited for Amanda to give me the all-clear on the bedroom, I struck up a conversation with Dante. While discreetly checking my phone every few minutes to see what Amanda was up to, of course. Amanda says you did a great job, I said, as Dante began to pack away his massage supplies. That's good to hear, Dante shrugged modestly. Positive feedback is always nice. You ever get negative feedback? I said, unable to resist asking. Not really, Dante laughed. Occasionally, I'll have people ask for a therapist other than me, but those are usually men who think it's gay to have a male therapist or women whose significant others don't want a large black man touching their honey baby. Stuff like that. I could see that. I nodded. I was still feeling some heat myself from watching Dante rub Amanda. That heat must have emboldened me, because I took my questioning further. What about the other side of that? You ever get any women who want more than a regular massage? Yes and no. Dante looked at me curiously, no doubt trying to determine my angle. Was I asking to make conversation a simple personal curiosity? Or was I asking for other reasons? Maybe I was like the overprotective guys and didn't want my fiancé touched by another man. I was far from it, of course, but Dante didn't know that yet. He continued, I'll tell you it's not like porn, if that's what you're asking. There aren't hordes of women out there who will spread their legs as soon as you touch them, even for a young and fit guy like me. I have some clients who enjoy having me as a massage therapist more than they should but it's still pretty innocent as far as guilty pleasures go. Every once in a while, though, I'll have a woman really press me to go beyond a normal massage. You can spot them pretty quickly. They almost always strip naked and flirt with me constantly as I massage them. You ever give them what they want? I asked conspiratorially. Dante shook his head. No. It could cost me my job, or worse, my license. Besides, while some of them weren't bad-looking, let's just say that most of them weren't my type. Still, I don't really mind. It's flattering and mostly harmless. Dante looked at me again penetratingly. But why the interest now? I didn't make you uncomfortable with Amanda, did I? Not at all. I replied maybe a bit too earnestly, because Dante looked at me skeptically. I didn't intend to say what I said next, but the words slipped out anyway. Apparently, I was thinking with more than just my brain. Actually, the opposite. Dante tilted his head quizzically. What do you mean by that? My mind raced. I wasn't prepared for the conversation to go in this direction. But I'd opened the doorway. There was no turning back now. Well, this might be TMI, but Amanda and I are waiting until marriage to, well, you know. She had a bad experience with her last boyfriend. She doesn't want to repeat the same mistakes, blah blah. I waved my hand dismissively. Don't get me wrong, I'm fine with our arrangement. I love Amanda deeply and would do anything for her. But because she's so set on not doing anything with me, she won't even let me touch her, at least not in that way. I think she's afraid it would rile her up too much. I'm fine not having sex yet, but it is hard not being able to do anything at all with her. Don't get me wrong, 
She'll lend me a one hand if I ask, but I'd like to return the favor sometime. Dante had listened quietly, but his face had become a mask I was unable to tell what he was thinking. Wow, man. That's a lot, was all he responded with. Sorry, I know that's probably way more than you needed. But my point is that it doesn't bother me if you massage Amanda. First, I know you're a professional. And second, maybe you massaging her will make her feel a bit more frisky towards me. Dante broke into a smile and then a long, deep laugh. When he finally stopped, he was shaking his head. Oh, Dan. You dirty dog. You want me to be your wingman with your own fiancé, don't you? Is that why you made this massage deal in the first place? Busted. Dante had seen right through me. I mean, that wasn't the only reason. I like massages too. But yeah, that was a big part of it. I admitted. Dan, Dan, Dan. Dante clicked his tongue reproachfully. You're doing way too much. But we're here now. So, tell you what. I'll help you out. You've been very gracious to me, and I'm happy to repay the favor. I'll keep doing the massages, and I'll see what I can do to send Amanda flying into your arms. Professionally, of course. Thanks, Dante. I said, my embarrassment outweighing my lingering horniness at last. And if I could ask one last favor, can you keep this between us? I don't like going behind Amanda's back, but I'm afraid I'd just make her feel guilty if I talked to her directly about all this. Yeah, sure, man. I got you. Guy code. He winked. Our conversation drifted into more boring waters after that. By the time Amanda invited me to bed, my mind had moved on to other things. But even out of mind, the dynamic between the three of us had now fundamentally changed. Before long, that change would become much more apparent. I was due for a massage the following week. I did enjoy it, but I had to admit, I preferred watching Amanda get hers. I wondered if I might be able to talk her into picking up my massages moving forward, so she'd go every week. But I shelved that thought momentarily. She was due next anyway. The time between Amanda's massages went by quickly. She still hadn't masturbated again as far as I could tell so either she'd cooled off or she kept using the bathroom for privacy. Dante and I didn't speak about our new understanding, but he did spend more time out of his room with us. I learned a bit more of his backstory, including that he'd only ever had one long-term girlfriend. She'd broken up with him a couple of years ago over his perceived lack of ambition. That, in turn, had spurned him to enroll in a massage therapist program with the dream of one day opening his own massage parlor. But now he was working for his own benefit, not his ex's. Dante and Amanda interacted more too, both when I was at the apartment and while I was at work. Their conversations, even alone, were always casual, but their flirty undertone remained. Even with Dante becoming a familiar sight, Amanda still seemed slightly nervous around him. But she began showing an open curiosity about Dante too, asking him questions about his life and more specifically— his love life. Her questions were never too inappropriate, but I suspected she was motivated by more than simple friendliness. The most notable interaction I caught happened while I was at work. I'd been watching my camera, like normal, when Amanda asked Dante if he dated anyone else after his last breakup. No, not really. I've been working on myself, and it's been amazing. 
Besides, I've been a bit of a homebody since I started working full-time, so I'm not sure how many women would be into that, he'd replied. Amanda nodded thoughtfully. I'm surprised. I always thought you'd be a ladies' man. Dante laughed. I get that a lot. Which is fair, because I used to be. But now I prefer to focus on just one woman at a time. Develop a connection, you know? Soul to soul and all that. He trailed off, staring into Amanda's eyes. I couldn't tell if he was focused on her directly, though, or if he'd just become lost in thought. Amanda blushed and looked away. Dante either came back to himself, or realized Amanda had become uncomfortable, because he shook his head and averted his eyes. Kind of like you and Dan. You guys seem perfect for each other. That's sweet, Dante. Good thing too, I guess, since we're getting married. I don't know if I'd ever be in a place to settle down like that, Dante said wistfully. I think I'd always be afraid that I was missing out on something better. Have you ever dealt with that? Amanda shook her head. Not with Dan. He's a great guy. I'm lucky to have him. And he's lucky to have you, Dante replied, before falling silent for a moment. Maybe I'm the problem. If I'm around a beautiful lady long enough, I start building her up in my head as being this perfect woman. But of course, beautiful on the outside doesn't mean beautiful on the inside. Aside from you, of course. Amanda blushed again, but Dante kept going. Sometimes I think I just get so drawn to the physical side that even when I'm in a relationship, I'll see someone prettier and automatically think they're better for me. How sick is that? Amanda patted Dante's hand sympathetically. Dante, I don't think you're sick. You just need to learn to separate the physical side from everything else. You talked about soul-to-soul connections, so you obviously know what a real connection is. Dan and I have a real connection, and we aren't even that physical yet. Amanda must have realized she'd overshared. She stuttered a bit before continuing. Well, um, my point is that you can have a physical connection without an emotional one, and vice versa. You just need to learn how to separate them in your mind. Dante nodded thoughtfully. You might be right. Thanks, Amanda. For your advice, and for listening. No problem. Amanda responded cheerfully, proceeding to move on with her day. As I watched the conversation unfold, my initial reaction was to be flattered. Hearing Amanda speak highly about me was a confidence boost. Sure, Dante had been his normal flirty self and Amanda had clearly been sensitive to it but there was no doubt Amanda loved me. And yet, the more I thought about it, the more I realized Dante had done something incredibly sneaky. He had Amanda admit it was possible to have a physical connection to someone, without an emotional one. In other words, he gave her the foundation she needed to legitimize her own attraction to him. After all, it was just physical, right? And Amanda didn't just admit it, she came to it as if it were her own idea. Dante was smoother than I'd thought. Now I just needed him to use that smoothness to my advantage. We scheduled Amanda's next massage for a Saturday afternoon. The timing was lucky, because Amanda had a hell of an exam Friday that left her utterly drained and exhausted. She mostly recovered by the next day, but the stress left lingering effects on her body. The timing was lucky in another way, too. I'd gotten word from the men's clothing store that my wedding suit had arrived, and I needed to drop by and ensure the fit. 
I accidentally forgot to tell Amanda about this and decided to visit them after Dante had started her massage. In other words, I'd be leaving Amanda alone for it. I realize it sounds incredibly stupid of me to leave my fiancé in a compromised state with a man who she was attracted to, but I trusted Dante. I explained my plan to him in advance, and he agreed it would work better with just the two of them. He promised not to take it too far dash. Don't worry, I won't do anything I wouldn't for any other client. Just enough to send her running into my arms once I returned. Still, I might have been uncomfortable with the situation if it wasn't for my cameras. Dante didn't know about them, and if I saw anything I didn't like, I could intervene. Besides, I was so desperate to get another taste of Amanda's sensual side that I was willing to do just about anything for it including involving another man. The tricky part about my plan was the timing. I needed to be gone long enough for Dante to work his magic, but not too long that Amanda cooled off before I returned. The suit store wasn't far away, but I didn't know how long the tailoring process would take. My research suggested less than an hour, but times could vary. Still, Dante was confident that he could keep Amanda at the perfect level of simmer for my return. We were all set. The setup of the massage was the same as before. Dante brought out his bed and materials, returned to his room while Amanda stripped and climbed under the covers, then came back out once she was ready. Finally, Dante started the relaxation music and dove in. After about ten minutes had passed, I announced to the room that I just had received the notice about my suit. You guys don't mind if I step out and get this taken care of real fast? I want to knock it out while I'm free. Should take me forty minutes or so. Amanda turned her head towards me while Dante continued to work on her exposed back. You don't want to wait until we're done here? I could go with you. No, it's fine. They're just taking measurements, so I won't need a second opinion or anything. Besides, you have enough on your plate with school. You enjoy your massage, and I'll take care of this. I went to gather my keys and wallet, before giving Amanda a chance to argue. On the way back out, I blew her a quick kiss and beelined out the door. The first part of my plan was done. I'd successfully escaped. Now it would be up to Dante to finish the job. In the meantime, I needed to finish the errand I'd committed to. As I made the trip to the store, I kept my camera feed playing on my phone. I only half-listened while I drove, but I managed to keep track of the general pace of the massage. When I entered the store, though, I unfortunately had to cut it off. Even worse, my time at the store took much longer than expected. First, they somehow misplaced my suit and took several minutes to solve the mix-up. Then came the measurements themselves, then a final issue with their credit card machine going down. By the time I finally escaped back to the car to look at my phone, I'd been gone almost an hour. From the camera, I saw instantly that the massage was over. The table was gone, and Amanda was nowhere to be seen. With a sinking feeling, I suspected I'd missed my chance with Amanda that night. Little did I know exactly how much I had missed. I didn't discover it for myself until after the fact, but here's what happened while I was at the store. After my departure, Dante initially continued the massage like nothing had changed. But Amanda had clearly become restless by my sudden departure, looking around the room awkwardly rather than keeping her head in the bed's face cushion. You okay, Amanda? You seem nervous. Dante spoke up. 
Amanda looked like she was considering standing up from the table, but she was topless. Unless she wanted to expose herself, she'd have to ask Dante to leave, and her inner politeness kept her from doing that. Amanda gave a half-hearted laugh to Dante's question. No, I'm not nervous. Well, not exactly. It's just this feels a little weird without Dan. Oh, what, you mean your fiancé leaving you almost naked in front of a large black man is a little weird? Seems like a normal afternoon to me. Amanda laughed again, this one genuine. You clearly have had a more interesting life than me. Dante smiled as he continued to rub Amanda's back. I have had some interesting experiences, yes? Men leave their fiancés alone with you often? Amanda asked. I suspected she was trying to lighten the mood, but with Dante's hands rubbing over her skin, it came off as flirty. No, Dante admitted, but I think Dan wouldn't have gone if he thought we'd do something he didn't want us to do. Hmm, Amanda acknowledged, letting Dante's words hang in the air. Dante began tracing over her shoulders. You know, Amanda, you have some really beautiful skin, thanks, Amanda replied. She was facing away from the camera now, but the blush was apparent in her voice. You're welcome, Dante responded smoothly. You learn to appreciate things like that as a massage therapist. You seem pretty flexible too. Were you a dancer at some point? No, but I do yoga. Or at least I do when I'm not too busy with school, Amanda said softly. It sounded like she was in another world. Keep it up. Yoga can do wonders for a person's body, as it clearly has with yours. Dante was definitely turning on the charm now, but because he was so fixated on working down Amanda's arms it didn't seem overly forward. Just some casual small talk to fill the silence. Dante finished with Amanda's left arm, releasing her hand and letting their fingers intertwine briefly like in her first massage. He then crossed to the other side of the table and began working on her right side. They both stayed quiet as Dante kneaded from her shoulder down to her other hand, ending again with Dante's large black fingers spreading between Amanda's delicate white ones. Before I move on to your legs, I'd like to work on your chest a bit if that's okay. Could you flip over for me? Dante asked, as if this were the most natural request in the world. Amanda turned her head towards him. Dante, I'm not wearing a bra. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize you were self-conscious. Dante said, glossing over Amanda's hesitation. Here, let me help. Dante reached down for the bottom of his shirt and pulled it over his head, leaving his well-muscled torso visible to Amanda's gaze. There. Now we're equal. I'm not wearing a brither. Amanda stared at Dante and then laughed. Well, you got me there. You promise this isn't weird, though? It's just skin, Amanda, Dante reassured her. I see it all the time, both men and women. Massaging your pectoral muscles is just as important as massaging your back muscles. Amanda hesitated a moment more, and then sighed. Fine. But if Dan gets the wrong idea, it's on you. He won't, Dante replied confidently. But scoot down a bit when you flip so that your head is resting flat on the table. Amanda pushed herself onto her elbows and obediently crawled downwards a foot or so. The towel traveled with her, so as she flipped over, it still only covered her from the waist down. As a sign of how thoroughly Dante had overcome Amanda's initial hesitation, she didn't even bother to hide herself. Amanda's top half, 
full breasts and all, were now completely exposed. Dante didn't waste any time acknowledging Amanda's exposure, instead moving to the head of the table. He removed the face rest, allowing him to press right up next to Amanda's head. Amanda looked up at him, no doubt admiring Dante's chiseled body as it towered above her. Dante met her eyes and smiled. There we go. Now just relax and I'll get rid of any knots on this side too. And just remember, I'm a professional. Dante reoiled his hands and began rubbing gently over Amanda's collarbone and up her neck. There couldn't be many knots there, but being such a sensitive area, I knew it had to feel good anyway. Sure enough, Amanda closed her eyes, soaking in Dante's touch. Dante kept his hands moving along Amanda's skin, slowly but surely working his way down to her breasts. Occasionally he detoured along the sides of her body, grazing the sides of her boobs along the way. Amanda had to realize what Dante was doing, but she didn't seem to mind. If anything, she was enjoying it, the corners of her mouth upturned into a slight smile. After a few minutes of this, Dante gave up all pretense and allowed his hands to run over Amanda's breasts directly. He pressed them over her chest, down towards her nipples, before running them over the swells of their base. Once there, he cupped her breasts gently and used his fingertips to gently trace over their surface. Amanda's didn't move a muscle, but her face twitched and her mouth opened ever so slightly as Dante worked his magic. Seeing he was in the clear, Dante made a swirling motion with his fingers over her skin, bringing them together over her nipples, which he pinched ever so lightly. Then he retraced his path back up to Amanda's neck. Once there, he paused and looked down at Amanda. Amanda, sensing the pause, opened her eyes and saw Dante staring at her. In a soft voice, Dante spoke quietly. I'm ready for your legs now. We really should get all of them this time, if you wouldn't mind removing your underwear for me. I could see the battle going on in Amanda's head. She had to know that she was passing the point of no return. Her mind was likely screaming that this was wrong, that she was going too far, that Dante wasn't her fiancé and even if he was, she'd been wanting to wait for marriage anyway. But Dante had done his job well. Amanda's desire wouldn't be so easily denied. Just for my legs, right? You're not gonna do anything inappropriate? Promise you'll keep it professional? Each of these sentences weren't statements, but questions. They were Amanda's last desperate attempt for control. I promise, Dante agreed, as he moved down towards Amanda's legs. The bulge from his pants was now clearly visible. Amanda appeared to relax at Dante's promise. She sat up, reached under the towel, and slid her panties off her legs, tossing them to the side. Dante smiled as Amanda shed her last barrier. Her bottom half was still covered by the towel, but then Dante removed that too, folding it upwards so it covered her belly, and nothing else. Amanda's privates were now that in name only, fully open to Dante's gaze. Dante admired the sight for just a moment before looking down at himself. Hold on, we're uneven again. Let me fix that. Can't have you being self-conscious, after all, Dante said. Without missing a beat, he hooked his thumbs inside his sweatpants and slid them and his boxers off together. His cock sprung out instantly, fully erect. It looked like a black python hanging in the air, tensed and ready to strike. Amanda's eyes widened at the sight of it, stunned into silence. Now, where were we? Dante grinned. 
He stepped towards Amanda's side and reached for her thigh, his black cock hovering just an inch above her pale leg. Neither of them addressed Dante's obvious arousal, as Dante began rubbing along Amanda's skin. He moved down to her ankle, where he casually eased it over the side of the table, draping her leg over the edge. One leg done, he moved to the other side and repeated the process. With Amanda's legs out of the way, Dante had created an open space on the table. Wow, you really are flexible, Dante said admiringly, as he now climbed onto the table himself, fitting in the space between Amanda's spread-eagled legs. Dante's cock was aimed squarely up Amanda's center, although too high to touch her at least for the moment. Amanda had watched Dante open her wordlessly, no doubt paralyzed by her internal battle between what her body wanted and what her mind said she should want. But as Dante slowly brought his cock down to her opening— Amanda at last seemed to realize that this wasn't just innocent teasing anymore. This was happening. Dante was happening. Dante, you promise? Amanda whispered meekly, obviously in shock at how thoroughly Dante had dominated her. I lied. Dante grinned, as he pushed forward, spreading Amanda's pink pussy lips with his thick blackness. Oh! Amanda moaned as Dante penetrated her. She stared at Dante's face her mouth hanging open in a mixture of disbelief and arousal. You ever take a cock like mine before? Dante asked as he slowly eased his way deeper. His shaft was still only halfway inside. Amanda slowly shook her head, maintaining eye contact. Dante grinned wider. Well then, let me show you what it can do. Dante kept pushing forward until there was no further to go, filling Amanda's pussy completely with his length. Then, without withdrawing, he leaned over and grabbed Amanda's legs one at a time, placing her ankles on his broad shoulders. Once she was stable, Dante kissed her calf affectionately. You just keep those there, and I'll do the rest. With Amanda's legs at this new angle, Dante now had unrestricted access to Amanda's pussy. He began to rock his hips against her in a rolling motion, using his powerful core to slowly piston inside her in a gentle but smooth rhythm. Amanda stared in aroused fascination as Dante began to fuck her, watching him repeatedly disappear into her center, his black rod becoming increasingly lubricated by her juices. The towel across her stomach had somehow maintained its position, but now Amanda pulled it off her, displaying her entire body to Dante as she bounced against his thrusts. Dante grunted satisfactorily. Damn, Amanda. Your fucking body. How'd a white girl like you end up with curves like that? Amanda moaned softly in response, as she reached up to Dante's torso and began rubbing her hands along his muscles. Her eyes kept flittering between Dante's face, his broad body, and his large manhood as it impaled her. They continued like this for some time. Dante gradually increased his pace as both of them became increasingly uninhibited. Whatever reservations Amanda had about giving herself to Dante were long gone, she'd fallen totally into her lust. On the surface, Amanda may have been an awkward homeschooled girl. But Dante had revealed a new Amanda, one who craved physical pleasure. The fact that she was engaged to me and barely knew Dante was irrelevant. The only thing in the world for Amanda right then was Dante's powerful black body and his thick cock buried inside her. Dante, you feel so good. Amanda gasped between breaths. She was clearly approaching her climax. Dante was breathing heavy too. 
Fuck Amanda. That's right. Take my cock. He was thrusting quickly now, but rhythmically rather than uncoordinated jackhammering. He stared into Amanda's eyes, just as deeply as he'd penetrated her pussy. Amanda suddenly stiffened. A sharp breath escaped her mouth, and her hands clenched the sides of the table as her climax struck. Oh fuck! She hissed. Dante didn't slow as Amanda orgasmed both around and onto his cock, carrying Amanda through her ecstasy to the other side. Only when it subsided did Dante allow himself the same pleasure. Fuck, Amanda, I'm gonna come, he grunted, pulling his hips back suddenly. His cock smacked against Amanda's pelvis and belly as Dante gave himself a few final strokes by hand. Seconds later, jets of white seed began spurting from his black rod. The first bursts landed between Amanda's breasts. The rest trailed from her belly down to her public hair, where Dante continued to leak his semen onto her. Amanda silently watched as Dante splattered her, fascinated by the effect she'd had on him. Holy fuck, Dante said, opening his eyes and looking down at this handiwork. I had no doubt the mental image of my fiancé covered in his cum would stay with him forever. He shook his head in awe and climbed off the table. Amanda seemed to come back to herself, and she too swung herself off the table, some of Dante's come sliding from her in the process. She reached for her discarded panties to wipe herself down. Dante stared at her admiringly. No wonder Dan put a ring on it. You can fuck. Still in a post-sex haze, Amanda didn't dispute Dante's coarse description of her. Instead, she gave Dante an embarrassed smile. Dan and I haven't actually had sex yet. No shit? Dante said, pretending like this was news to him. You've been holding out on him. Dan must have the patience of a saint to resist a body like yours this long. Take it from me, if you love him, you should give him a little taste. He'll be yours forever. Of course I love Dan, Amanda said as she gathered her clothes. She must have realized the irony of saying that to Dante, because she added defensively. Look, I know how that sounds since we just had sex, but that's all it was. Just sex. Dan is who I want to spend the rest of my life with. You don't have to convince me, Dante said, holding up his hands. I'm not trying to get between you two. Just giving my two cents that it seems a little selfish to fuck me and not your own fiancé. Amanda huffed. It's not the same, though. It's because I love Dan that I want to wait until we're married. I don't want sex to complicate our relationship. Amanda, sex doesn't complicate healthy relationships. Dante said pointedly. Amanda stared dumbfounded at Dante as if she never considered this fact despite its obvious nature. Clearly the bad experience with her ex had shaped her beliefs more than she'd realized. Maybe you're right, Amanda finally admitted. So what now for us? Do we just go back to how things were, pretend this never happened? I'm sure either of us want any problems with Dan. We can do whatever you want to do. If it helps you feel better, sure. But we'll see what happens, Dante shrugged as if he knew how useless pretending would be. Amanda must have realized that was all the confirmation she'd get from Dante. Okay then, well, I'm going to go shower off. And what's taking Dan so long? Thank God he is, but now I'm worried. If he's not back by the time I get out of the shower, I'll call him. I'm sure he's fine. You go shower, Dante said, 
openly staring at Amanda's ass as she walked away. Once Amanda was gone, Dante looked back at the now-empty massage table. Damn, he said quietly to himself, before starting the cleanup process. All of this, of course, was still unknown to me as I sped home from the store. After finally making it back, I practically ran inside the apartment, where Dante was by now lounging on the couch. Where's Amanda? I asked breathlessly. Oh, hey, Dan. Dante's standing and walking over, as if he was surprised to see me. I think she's in the shower. I'm sorry, man, but I don't think she's going to want to do anything tonight. What? You said you could get her fired up. What happened? I said, disappointed. Nothing. I did get her fired up. But you weren't supposed to be gone that long, so I improvised. One thing led to another, and the two of us ended up fucking. I stared at Dante, not believing what I just heard. What did you just say? Don't worry, man. It was just sex. Amanda's still very much in love with you. We just had a little fun together. Dante's even-keeled delivery did not match the content of his words at all. How could he say something like this so casually? Is this some sort of sick joke? If it is, it's not funny, Dante, I said, trying to suppress the emotions burning inside me. It's not a joke. We fucked. You can ask her yourself if you don't believe me. But trust me, I did you a favor, Dante said calmly. How the fuck is sleeping with my fiancé doing me a favor? My voice was rising now as rage and jealousy began to take over. My mind whirled frantically how could this have happened? How did I lose control so completely? And why was Dante freely admitting to it? Dante's voice dropped to almost a whisper. Because I'm giving you what you want. I did not expect that answer. The sheer surprise of it shocked me out of my rage spiral. All I could manage in response was a stilted. Huh? Dante sighed. I'm pretty good at reading people, Dan. Always have been. And in you, I see someone who has spent years giving up his desires in the name of someone else's. Which is noble, but it wears on you, doesn't it? I know how badly you want to see Amanda's sexual side for yourself. The worst part about it is you feel like you can't even talk to her about it without feeling selfish. You've trapped yourself. I was stunned. Both by Dante's frank conversation about Amanda's sexuality, and by how easily he had recognized my dilemma. It was like he was inside my mind. Dante continued. And so, rather than talk to your fiancé, you constructed this elaborate plan to have another guy do the work for you. Happy men don't do that. More importantly, jealous men don't do that. You liked me teasing Amanda, because you got to experience her sexuality through me. Without the guilt of pressuring her yourself. I don't think you're really upset that we slept together. I think you're upset that you missed out on it. I was stunned to silence again. Dante's words were incredibly bold. I wanted to tell him he'd lost his mind, that he was insane, but deep inside I felt the truth of his words. He wasn't wrong. What did that say about me? Look, Dan. Dante approached me and put his arm around my shoulder supportively. I swear to you that I have zero interest in stealing Amanda from you. I couldn't even if I wanted to. Amanda is your girl, plain and simple. He paused, letting that sink in. But now she's discovered a new side of herself, and she won't be able to go back. 
You think she's still going to wait for marriage with you now? I got her fire started, but she'll need your help to keep it in check. You understand, right? Amanda is all yours, mind, soul and now body too. I shouldn't have found myself agreeing with the man who just slept with my fiancé, but Dante had a point. Maybe it was his confidence infecting me, or maybe he was on to something. Could this really be a good thing for Amanda and me in the end? Did Dante do me a favor after all? I'm sorry, Dante, this is just a lot. I need to talk to Amanda. Sure, go ahead. Just know that I'm on your side. Dante smiled. In a daze, I entered the bedroom. Sure enough, I could hear Amanda in the shower. I thought about talking to her immediately, but I realized I still had access to my camera recordings. I didn't want to confront her until I could see for myself if Dante was telling the truth. I stood there, transfixed, as I watched Dante's massage play out, starting from my departure all the way to the explosive climax at the end. Sure enough, Dante was telling the truth. He had fucked Amanda. And he was right about me too I wasn't upset with their encounter. If anything, watching Dante seduce Amanda was an incredible turn-on. I had some jealousy, yes, but I couldn't deny how hot Amanda looked as Dante railed her. Hell, if I'd arrived back sooner, I probably would have joined in. But still, there was the fact that Amanda did it without my consent. What did that mean for us? And what was I going to do about it now? Whatever happened next, our relationship was forever changed. But Dante was right. It didn't have to be a bad change. There was opportunity here, too. I sat on the bed, deep in my thoughts, as Amanda finished her shower. Chapter 4 Something Was Wrong That was my first thought when I awoke the next morning, even before I had regained my full consciousness. For a moment, I was confused. Everything seemed to be okay. The apartment was quiet. Amanda was sleeping peacefully next to me, her gentle breath barely audible. Even as she slept, I felt a burst of affection towards her. It was at that moment all my memories came crashing back. Dante living with us. Amanda's not-quite-hidden attraction to him. My convoluted plan for Dante to seduce Amanda on my behalf. The plan backfiring. Dante sleeping with Amanda my fiancé and love of my life even before I had. Then Dante's strangely open confession, and persuasiveness that his successful seduction was a good thing. Persuasiveness that somehow had me agreeing that Dante might be right. I flipped onto my back and stared at the ceiling. What had I gotten myself into? I loved Amanda so much, but would we ever be the same? Could she really have slept with our roommate without loving me less? Sure, in the video I'd captured of her escapade with Dante, Amanda emphasized her love for me. But what if she didn't mean it? Or what if she changed her mind later? I didn't know what I'd do without Amanda. All my life plans included her. I was less bothered by her giving in to Dante's advances than I was afraid of what it meant for our own future. Especially because it was my actions that propelled her into Dante's grasp in the first place. I sighed. I was a coward. I still hadn't said anything to Amanda about what I knew. A part of me was desperate for reassurance that we'd be okay, but I couldn't find the words to begin. I pictured how it might play out, hey, Amanda, my soon-to-be wife. I know you slept with our roommate. I'm actually mostly okay with it, 
but I need you to tell me that you're not going to leave me. Oh, and I'd like to sleep with you myself too, if that's okay. That's why I left you alone with Dante in the first place. Amanda and I had discussed hard topics before, but this was unprecedented. I didn't want to make the situation worse by talking about it and saying the wrong thing. And so, I decided to put it off until later. I'd been too overwhelmed and exhausted for anything that night, anyway. I was a mess inside, but I did my best to pretend everything was normal. For her part, Amanda didn't seem different at all. I was surprised how well she hid her indiscretion, considering how unable she'd been to hide her attraction to Dante to begin with. But my fiancé acted like her usual loving self. The only time she commented about that evening was to say she'd been worried about me after I didn't return from the store quickly. As I lay in bed, swimming in my thoughts, I decided to delay saying anything to Amanda a bit longer. I needed to see how she was that morning first. And how she was around Dante. Hell, I still hadn't decided how I felt about Dante. One thing at a time. It was Sunday, so Amanda and I were both off. I didn't know Dante's schedule but he usually had a few massages lined up on the weekends. I hoped that Amanda and I would have a few hours alone together time to check our dynamic without Dante's interference. I looked over at Amanda one last time reminding myself how lucky I was to have her and then I forced myself out of bed. The morning was uneventful. Amanda rose shortly after me, and we spent a lazy Sunday morning together, like we often did. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary other than Dante staying shut up inside his room. Lately he'd been more social with Amanda and me, so it was unusual that he didn't join us as the morning hours progressed. I almost began to wonder if he'd somehow left the apartment without me noticing, but around noon, Dante finally emerged. Morning you too, he said, sauntering over to the sink for some water. Morning, Amanda and I responded in unison. I glanced at Amanda hoping for a clue about her feelings towards Dante the morning after. Unfortunately, her expression gave nothing away, although she did place one of her hands affectionately on my shoulder. Just a coincidence, or was she signaling her attachment to me? Hope you slept well. I'm on my way out got a few clients lined up so you lovebirds will have the apartment to yourselves in just a minute. If you're smart, you'll take advantage. Dante winked at us. Amanda blushed. Dan and I are just relaxing, she said, embarrassed by Dante's insinuation. I had to wonder, though, if her bashfulness was exaggerated for my benefit. Of course you are, Dante shrugged. He grabbed his keys and glided to the front door. Just make sure you clean up any messes you might make while you're relaxing. I'm your roommate, not your maid, after all. Amanda was speechless as Dante exited. Someone was feeling bold this morning. I said, breaking the silence. Yes, that was a bit much. Amanda shook her head and sighed. I like Dante, don't get me wrong, but it's not appropriate for him to be saying that kind of stuff to us. It's no business of his what we do in our private time. Would you mind saying something to him? He listened to you last time, when you asked him to keep his shirt on in the apartment. I flashed back to that first charged encounter between Amanda and Dante Dante's open torso flustering Amanda enough to come to me about it. Yeah, I'll say something to him. I agreed. I hesitated, then ventured a probing comment. Just so you know, if Dante ever makes you too uncomfortable, we don't have to renew his sublet.
We can find another way to afford our rent. Amanda's expression faltered for just a moment, and I could see the struggle on her face before she recovered. No, Dante hasn't made me too uncomfortable. I just don't want it to get to that point, you know? But it means a lot that you'll have my back if Dante does cross a line. I know we don't have a clear alternative for money. I tried not to smile. Hearing Amanda say she'd be fine ditching Dante was a massive relief. I felt like I could breathe again. Well, let's hope I can get him to behave, and we won't have to worry about it. I said pulling Amanda into a hug. I love you. I love you too. Amanda responded, squeezing me back. It seemed like life had returned to normal. To be sure, knowing Amanda and Dante had slept together remained in the back of my mind, but it was no longer a source of anxiety for me. Amanda clearly still loved me. She had just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Normally, this would have been an awful excuse, except I was the one ultimately responsible anyway. Somehow it felt like Amanda hadn't cheated since I was the one who had started it. To blame Amanda was to blame myself. A mistake, maybe, but it wasn't the same as cheating. Not really. Although my anxiety had faded, another emotion remained, jealousy. I realized the irony of it all, but it was a fact. I was extremely jealous of Dante. Strangely, I found myself believing Dante's claim that he'd only gone so far with Amanda to help me would Amanda still put off sleeping with me if she'd slept with Dante first? That said, I wasn't an idiot. I knew Dante was attracted to Amanda and enjoyed experiencing her. But still, I don't think he would have done it if he thought it wouldn't have helped me too. And so, I didn't blame Dante, but the fact remained that he had slept with Amanda, and I hadn't. I needed to change that. Only question was, how? Amanda was adamant that she wanted to save sex until after we were married, the consequence of her last boyfriend who took advantage of her. But as Dante had told Amanda after they'd slept together sex doesn't complicate healthy relationships. Maybe Amanda had reconsidered her commitment now. I just wasn't sure the best way to test it. But I would try. My goal had changed. Instead of having Dante seduce Amanda for me, I would do it myself. Eventually. Despite the events of the weekend, our lives went on with little apparent change. Amanda kept busy with school and homework. Dante and I stayed involved with our jobs. And yet, despite outward appearances, there did seem to be a simmering tension in the apartment that never quite faded away. As Amanda had asked, I did pull Dante aside one evening and asked him to not make lewd comments about Amanda and me. I reassured him that I wasn't bothered by it, but it did make Amanda uncomfortable. I half expected Dante to pretend to not know what I was talking about, but he surprised me. He simply shrugged, agreed, and went about his business. None of us mentioned Saturday's massage, or what came after. I kept expecting Dante to say something to me about it, but he kept silent. I kept a close eye on the apartment cams while I was at work, but even when it was just Dante and Amanda alone, nothing untoward happened or was said. It was almost like Dante and Amanda's encounter had never happened. And yet there were signs. Occasionally, I caught Amanda watching Dante as he moved around the apartment, yet she always looked away quickly once she noticed my gaze. Dante would return the favor his eyes running over Amanda's body and staring at her ass whenever she walked past him. He didn't hide it, 
leering at her right in front of me, seemingly unconcerned by my reaction. I mean, yeah, Amanda had a hot body, but Dante's lack of discretion was extremely bold. Once Amanda caught Dante staring at her, but she quickly turned and pretended not to notice. Dante may not have made any more moves on Amanda, but he clearly was not ashamed to admire her from a distance, and neither Amanda nor I moved to stop him. It was like we were afraid that by acknowledging it, we'd have to acknowledge everything else that had happened too. In the meantime, I did make moves on Amanda. A couple nights that week I began making out with her, but whenever I tried to take it further, Amanda stopped me. I could sense physically she wanted me, but mentally she couldn't allow it to happen. It did bother me that she resisted me more than she did Dante, but I knew it was because of her attachment to me, whereas she didn't feel like she had a relationship to risk with him. Still, it was frustrating. At least she did give me handjobs both times, which was better than nothing. Barely. I was committed though, and I decided that after a few more attempts, I would talk with Amanda. See if she'd reconsider her self-imposed restriction. I was so focused on seducing Amanda myself that I almost forgot about our weekly massage deal with Dante. That Thursday, Dante asked me if I would be free Friday evening for my turn on the massage table. He asked so matter-of-factly that I almost thought he was messing with me. But he didn't laugh, just calmly waited for my response. Somewhat off-balance, I told him sure I was free. It was the most bizarre massage of my life. Dante did the same high-quality job he'd done for me before, and my muscles were unquestionably relaxed, but I couldn't stop thinking about how this is how he had seduced Amanda. I was on the same table that he had fucked my fiancée on, and even though we both knew it, we acted like nothing was out of the ordinary. The relaxing physical sensations combined with my uncomfortable mental state made for a discomforting contrast. Amanda spent the whole massage in our room, allegedly studying, but I didn't think it was an accident that she avoided it, even if she wasn't the one on the table. When our massage was finished, Dante didn't return to his room right away. Instead, after double-checking that Amanda was shut aside our room, he whispered to me conspiratorially. So, man, Amanda run into your arms yet? I sat on the table, towel still wrapped around me. Did I want to have this conversation with Dante? I wasn't sure. Dante sensed my hesitation. Hey man, it's okay if you don't want to kiss and tell. I just want to make sure you got what you needed. It's not fair for me to be involved with Amanda if it didn't push her towards you. I don't like leaving jobs unfinished, you know? I decided I couldn't lie to Dante. No, she hasn't come around yet. I'm working on it, but she's just not ready. I know she wants to, but I think she's afraid of what will happen when she does. Her last boyfriend left her after they slept together. I'd never do that, of course, and I'm sure Amanda knows it, but she can't help it. It terrifies her. Dante looked thoughtful. What do you say if we try the massage again next week? After all, it worked the first time. We just need you to be around for the benefits. I considered then shook my head. I don't think you'll get Amanda back on that massage table. She won't want to risk it. And even if you did, I don't think you'd get anywhere with her with me there too. She'd be mortified if you tried anything in front of me. You'd be asking to be slapped or worse. Dante grinned slyly. Oh, don't you worry about either of those things. 
I can be pretty persuasive when I want to be. I just need you to follow my lead when the time comes, and more importantly, don't leave the apartment this time. So, you on board? I was tempted, even if I was skeptical that Dante could pull it off. But still, I had one last hang-up. Yeah, I'm game. Just, I don't want a repeat of last time, you know? I'm not mad at you for what you did, but I'm only okay with it because it's supposed to help me out. Promise me you'll only get Amanda as fired up as you need, and then you'll let me take over? Dante didn't hesitate. Of course, man. I'm only doing this for you, after all. I didn't fully believe that, but I wasn't going to argue the point. All I cared about was helping Amanda overcome her self-repression, and me getting to enjoy it, of course. If Dante got some side action too, so be it. Once Amanda and I were a couple to the fullest, Dante would fall by the wayside and I'd have Amanda all for myself. Even so, I decided to keep a close eye on Dante the following week from my cameras. Wouldn't hurt to be careful. Plus, I wanted to see if he really could convince Amanda to return for another massage. To my surprise, Dante didn't do anything the first several days of the following week. I almost thought he'd forgotten, but finally that Thursday, he made a move and I caught it all live. It was late afternoon. I was still at work, but Dante was off, and Amanda had just returned from her classes. Dante was lounging on the couch when Amanda entered the apartment, and before Amanda could beeline for our room, Dante intercepted her. Oh, hey, Amanda, Dante said, leaping from the couch and casually stepping in front of her. I've been meaning to ask. You're due for your massage this week, and I'm free tomorrow evening. Shall I put you down for it? Amanda seemed startled by Dante's sudden engagement. She stammered for a second before she found her words again. Um, I don't think that's a good idea, Dante. Because you're afraid of what might happen? Dante asked. Yeah, among other things. Amanda replied curtly. We really don't have to talk about this, though. Just let Dan take my weeks moving forward. She started to move past Dante, but Dante stepped back in front of her. Amanda, listen. I know you're probably ashamed of what we did, even if you shouldn't be. But you've made it very clear that you're Dan's girl, and I'm not looking to interfere with that. Which is why having a massage this week is so important. I don't want to scare you, but I think Dan suspects something happened between us. What? How? Amanda asked, startled by this news. You didn't say anything, did you? She accused. Of course not. Dante lied. But Dan's a perceptive guy. I think he can sense something happened. Fuck. Amanda cursed under her breath, an uncharacteristic action for her. She let her book bag slide loudly onto the floor in exasperation. Dan can't find out about this. It would destroy him. It might. Dante agreed softly. Like I said, I'm not looking to cause trouble with you guys. I think everything will be fine. We just need to not do anything out of the ordinary. Dan's suspicions will go away if everything seems normal, and you two can go about your happy lives together. Yes, yes, Amanda said, nodding her head. You're right. We just need to live our lives like normal. And that's why I think it's important we stick to our massages. Look, I know it's awkward for you. It'll be awkward for me too. But if we stop the massages, Dan will wonder why. 
He won't believe you randomly decided to stop just when he sensed something between us. Fuck, Amanda repeated, letting out a deep breath. She considered Dante's words. You might be right. I don't like it, but I can't deny it either. But I'm not doing any massages unless Dan's there with me the whole time. I'm not letting you massage me alone again. Fine by me, Dante agreed. Like I said, I just want everything to return to normal around here. So, tomorrow evening once Dan's back, we'll get started? Yes. Now, unless you have something else, I've got a ton of studying to do, Amanda said, grabbing her bag back off the floor. Study away, Dante said deferentially, moving out of the way at last. Amanda shut the door behind her and pointedly locked it, which drew an amused smile from Dante. He then returned to the couch and went about his afternoon. I was impressed. Sure enough, despite the odds, Dante had secured Amanda's agreement to another massage. But next came the real test, Dante seducing her a second time, and in front of me. Dante was good, but I doubted even he could pull that off. If he did somehow succeed, fantastic. But even if he failed, I would be no worse off than I was now. I had nothing to lose. Despite Amanda's promise, I still half expected her to get cold feet at the last minute. But she didn't. When that Friday evening arrived, everything was in place. Dante had prepped the table and his equipment, while Amanda and I looked down from nearby chairs. I could tell Amanda was nervous, but she did a good job hiding it. I could barely contain my own anticipation, but for reasons opposite of Amanda's. Dante seemed as cool as ever. When Dante retreated to his room, the moment of truth arrived. Would Amanda strip down and return to the table? After just a moment of hesitation, she did. As before, she removed all clothing except her panties before she climbed underneath the towel that Dante had provided. I couldn't help but admire the way her body looked when it was out in the open her full breasts, beautiful white skin, and tastefully thick hips. Her dirty blonde hair was in a loose bun, and she wasn't wearing any makeup, but to me, she was as stunning as ever. No wonder Dante couldn't resist the taste. I kept these thoughts to myself, of course. Still, there was no denying my blood was pumping. Could I really be about to experience Amanda's sexuality for myself? Okay, I'm good. Amanda shouted once she was settled in. Dante emerged a moment later, starting his music and oiling his hands before stepping next to the table. Amanda was facing me, but she had her eyes closed, no doubt feigning relaxation. Dante folded the towel from Amanda's back over her hips, exposing her skin underneath, and then he began. Words can't describe the sensation I felt watching Dante's fingers trace over Amanda's skin in that moment. I'd been aroused by watching them before, but now, knowing that they'd fucked, took me to another level. I could only imagine the thoughts running through Amanda's head, knowing that the guy she had slept with was now openly caressing her in front of me. Little did she know that I was enjoying the show. The massage progressed naturally, Dante following his usual pattern of working up the back to the shoulders, then down over the arms. Even as professional as it was, I was utterly fixated on every touch Dante made. The anticipation was killing me when was Dante going to make his move? My breath caught briefly as Dante made his way to Amanda's hands, doing his traditional finger intertwine before returning Amanda's arms slightly further away from her body, 
exposing her side boob. Hot, but nothing I hadn't seen before. Normally, Dante proceeded to the legs next, but this time, he broke pattern. Instead, he stepped back and spoke to Amanda, softly but firmly. Flip over for me, if you don't mind. I need to get your front too to keep your tension even. This was the same move he pulled on Amanda last time. What was he thinking? There's no way Amanda would agree to this with me present. Sure enough, Amanda opened her eyes and stared squarely at me, shooting me a look that said that she couldn't believe what Dante had just asked. Dante, I'd really rather stay just like this. I know you're a professional, but I'm not wearing a bra. Surely you understand. Dante just shrugged calmly. It's up to you, of course, but as you say, I am a professional. It's nothing I haven't seen before. That statement was more literal than it might have seemed, considering Dante had seen Amanda's bare chest just last week. I doubted the hidden meaning was lost on Amanda either. Dante continued. Besides, I don't think Dan minds. You don't mind, do you, Dan? Both Dante and Amanda looked at me. I tried to keep my face composed as I responded nonchalantly. No, I don't mind. Anything that relieves Amanda's tension is fine by me. I met Amanda's eyes pointedly. Besides, Dante's right. I'm sure he sees boobs all the time. It's not weird unless you make it weird. Just a massage, right? Amanda gaped at me. From behind her, Dante gave me a thumbs up. Amanda twisted around on the table to look at Dante, but he quickly returned to a blank stance, hiding his approval. Seeing nothing on Dante's face, she looked back at me once more. Are you serious, Dan? You really don't think that's a bit weird? I mean, yeah, Dante's a professional, but he's our roommate too. I feel like that makes it different. I don't. I shrugged. I decided to push my luck. Unless there's something else that makes it different. Amanda backed down. No, there's not. I'm just surprised you're so unbothered about it, is all. She sighed and seemed to consider her options one last time. Then, despite the odds, Amanda pulled her hands underneath her and flipped herself over, bringing her hefty breasts into open view. I'd always admired Amanda's tits, but seeing her expose them in front of both Dante and me was next-level hot. I was hard in an instant. Even though I knew this was the furthest the massage would likely go, it had already exceeded my wildest dreams. There, you happy now? Amanda said, as she stared at the ceiling. It wasn't clear if she was talking to me or to Dante, but neither of us responded. No doubt Dante was just as distracted as I was. Dante reoiled his hands and moved to Amanda's head. I could see that he had developed a bulge in his own sweatpants, but he was doing his best to hide it. I didn't think Amanda would be able to see it unless she stared directly back at him, and for the moment, she had closed her eyes again. No doubt she was still pretending like she was in a state of utter relaxation. Dante moved his hands to the top of Amanda's shoulders and began to work. Even now, Dante maintained a commensurate professionalism, avoiding any open stares or inappropriate touches. I had no such reservations, though, and I gazed openly at Amanda's breasts. I was fascinated with how they settled on her body, two round mounds that elevated in rhythm with her breaths. It took all my willpower to keep from approaching her and fondling them myself. Amanda kept her composure as Dante began to work his way down over her chest. 
I suspect uncertainty rather than horniness restrained her how would I react if she made a scene, but I did have to wonder if Dante's touch was beginning to rekindle her own fire. Mine was blazing hot, after all. Eventually, Dante couldn't proceed any further without touching her breasts directly the moment of truth had arrived. Surprisingly and to my disappointment Dante didn't fondle her, but detoured around Amanda's breasts down towards her stomach. He moved around the table, following his hand's path, until he was by her hips, facing me. Without saying a word, he lifted the towel off Amanda's body and gently set it on the floor. Only Amanda's panties remained now. Amanda's eyes flew open at this move, and she looked at me, panicked as if she expected me to blame her for Dante's boldness. When I didn't acknowledge it at all, she looked back towards Dante. Hey, the towel was keeping me warm. Can you put that back? Yes, I'll return it in a moment. I just want to get your quads while I'm here, Dante said, beginning to rub her legs. Amanda looked at me again, but I just shrugged. Might as well get everything. Amanda shook her head in disbelief at my continued indifference, but she rested her head back against the table. She seemed to be questioning how much longer she'd let this go on. Meanwhile, Dante worked quickly down one leg then the other, his black fingers softly probing Amanda's white skin. I was so turned on I felt like I could explode. I was amazed at how far Dante had progressed with the massage, but I had no idea how he'd finished setting up Amanda for me. I could sense if Dante pressed much further, Amanda would call it off, consequences be damned. She wouldn't be so easily seduced this time. Sure enough, Dante tried a different approach. As he reached Amanda's feet, he looked at me. Hey, Dan. If you don't mind, I could use a hand here. I know you're basically paying me for this massage, but trust me, you won't regret helping out on this one. Uh, sure. What do you need me to do? I said, hopping off my chair. Was this it? Had my moment finally arrived? Walk to Amanda's head. I'd like you to play with her hair. Run your fingers through it. It's not really something I can do during a normal massage without getting oil all mixed in, but your hands are still clean. It'll take Amanda's experience to the next level, trust me. Okay, sure. I agreed, attempting to hide my erection before making my way over. Amanda watched me approach questioningly, clearly confused by this new turn. Still, she didn't say anything. I took my position at the end of the table, opposite Dante. Amanda's head was inches away from my waist I hoped she hadn't noticed my arousal. I took a handful of Amanda's loose hair and began to glide my fingers through it, ever so gently pulling in the process. Like this? I asked Dante. You really should be asking Amanda, not me. Dante responded, still focused on rubbing Amanda's feet. But don't be afraid to change it up. You can massage her scalp directly too. I took Dante's suggestion and began caressing Amanda's head with my fingertips. I looked down to find her staring back at me. How's that feel, babe? I asked. It feels great, Amanda admitted. But you have to admit that this is weird, right? I've never heard of a massage like this before. I trust Dante. I shrugged. Besides, if you're enjoying it, what's the problem? No problem. Just not what I expected is all. Amanda replied softly. She closed her eyes again. I caught Dante's eye and gave him a slight head nod. Dante returned it, 
and as if I'd signaled him, he released Amanda's feet and placed them back on the table. I noticed he'd left them just far enough apart that he see could straight up Amanda's center. She still had her underwear on, but she was showing plenty of skin regardless. Dante and I both had plenty to admire. As I continued to play with Amanda's hair, Dante returned to her legs once more. This time, he slowly worked his way up, rather than down. He took his time, and although his overall progress was clear, Amanda never stopped him. I suspected she'd drawn a line in the sand, and as long as Dante didn't cross it, she wouldn't stop lesser moves. Only question was, where was the line? I couldn't help but notice that whatever was going on in Amanda's mind, her body had no such conflicts. At some point, her nipples had become erect, poking firmly into the air in a clear sign of arousal. There were other signs too Amanda's face and neck had developed a slight flush, and her breathing was sharper and more deliberate. She also stubbornly kept her eyes closed, even as Dante reached her thighs, just inches away from her womanhood. Mentally, she likely was telling herself as long as the massage didn't go farther, everything was okay, but physically, she seemed fully primed. I couldn't tell from my vantage point, but I'd have bet anything that a telltale wetness had formed on Amanda's underwear. And if it had, Dante could see it. As if reading my mind, Dante's fingers finally traced the rest of Amanda's thighs, encountering the hem of her underwear. He had carefully avoided reaching between her legs, but now Dante made his play. He reached over the silky cloth and hooked his fingertips underneath. He didn't pull yet Amanda's weight would have prevented the attempt anyway but Amanda's eyes flew open regardless. She sat up onto her elbows, pulling away from my hands. Dante, what are you doing? Despite Amanda's sudden move, Dante released his grip on Amanda's underwear slowly and deliberately. Rather than be startled by Amanda's confrontation, he seemed to have been expecting it. He smiled at her. Amanda, I have a confession. I lied to you about not telling Dan. He knows everything. Don't worry. He's made it very clear how much he still loves you. He's not bothered that we slept together. He understands it was just physical, but don't you think it's a bit unfair that you'll sleep with me but not your own fiancé? I held my breath. I wasn't expecting Dante to be so direct. How was Amanda going to respond? For a moment, Amanda sat there in stunned silence, staring at Dante. Then she sat up, swung her legs off the table, and faced me in her eyes I saw shame, fear, and regret. You really knew? Amanda said to me quietly. Yes, I admitted. But Dante's right. I'm not bothered by what you did with him. I'm bothered that you won't with me. I know we've talked about waiting until marriage, but I'm starting to be afraid that marriage will come and you still won't be ready. Oh, Dan, Amanda said softly. I didn't know it bothered you that much. It didn't, until you and Dante, well, you know. But now it feels like I'm the one with the problem, you know? Why Dante and not me? Am I not good enough? I didn't expect to get emotional, but the dam of my own self-repression was leaking. Dan, you are good enough, Amanda said, putting her hand on mine. But I didn't want us to have sex, only for you to decide you got what you wanted and leave. Amanda, I'm not your ex. I know. I know. But I can't help it. I'm afraid of it anyway. We fell into silence. Dante stepped into the break. 
You two clearly love each other a lot. And there's a lot going on here. But I know how to help. Amanda, lie back down on the table for me. Amanda hesitated. Dante's intention was clear, and I could sense her reluctance to go along. But Dante had done his job while her body was still obviously aroused. She just needed a small push. Please, Amanda. For me? I asked softly. Amanda's internal battle reached a turning point. Okay, she said at last, and laid back down on the table. Dante didn't let the opportunity pass. Cool. Now we can pick up where we left off. Dan, I want you to switch places with me. I'll rub Amanda's head, and I want you to massage her legs. Only this time, take her underwear off first. I was shaking with anticipation as I walked to the other side of the table. I couldn't believe my luck. This was happening. My first time with Amanda was happening. I felt a rush of appreciation towards Dante, but I didn't show it, dutifully following his instructions instead. I reached for Amanda's underwear, and without a word, she let me slide it down her legs. At last, Amanda was naked on the table. I reached out, taking her thighs into my hands, and I began to explore. I didn't have Dante's skillful touch, but I hoped to make up for it with my enthusiasm. Amanda's skin was very warm, and I was fascinated by how smooth it felt, still slick from Dante's oiled hands. I traced my fingers over Amanda's creamy thighs, over her knees, and down to her gently curving calves. Her legs were exquisite, and I felt like I could spend hours appreciating them. I glanced upwards to see that Amanda had closed her eyes once more while Dante teased her hair. His hands seemed dry now he must have wiped them at some point. Even though Dante's confession had interrupted the massage's flow, we were back on track and now I was the one between Amanda's legs. I realized it was up to me to make the next move. And so, I followed Dante's example and worked my way up Amanda's legs. Unlike Dante though, I didn't take it slow, and it wasn't long before my fingers were back on Amanda's thighs. I wanted to slip my hands between them more than anything, but for the entirety of our relationship, Amanda had never let me. I just had to pray this time would be different. I made my move. I moved my hands in gentle circles, tracing further and further upwards and inwards. Amanda spread her legs further apart in response, and my hopes soared. I could clearly see Amanda's pussy, and judging by its wetness, she was enjoying my touch. With gently probing fingers, I touched her outer lips. This drew a sharp inhale from Amanda, but she kept her eyes closed. Seeing that I was in the clear, I began to run my finger up and down her slit. She was incredibly wet. I don't think you need to worry about foreplay, Dante said, watching my progress. He was right. It was time. Months of waiting for this moment, and it was here. I was so horny I was practically shaking. Somehow, I managed to shed my clothes without stumbling over them. Dante continued to rub Amanda's head and neck while I prepared myself, but once I was finally naked, he stepped away. He motioned towards her in a gesture that said, She's all yours. I couldn't climb on the table fast enough. Amanda had opened her eyes at some point, and she watched as I pulled myself between her legs, my erection aimed squarely at her center. I took a mental picture. Amanda spread-eagled in an open invitation, her skin shiny, covered in Dante's oil, her curves, full and unreal as ever, 
her pussy exposed and ready to take me in. It was the hottest moment of my life. But we were just starting. I guided the head of my cock towards Amanda's lips she was so lubricated that it slipped inside almost as soon as I'd found her entrance. My eyes flickered up towards Amanda's face she was utterly focused on my cock as it penetrated her. I pushed forward. The sensation was incredible. I'd had sex before, but it had been so long it may as well have been my first time. I could feel Amanda's pussy walls spread for me as I pushed deeper and deeper inside. I let out an involuntary grunt of pleasure. Oh, Dan, Amanda said softly as she placed a hand against my face. I leaned down and planted a kiss against her lips as I pushed myself in as far as I could go. For just a moment, we sat there like that, basking in our connection. We were complete. I love you, I whispered softly, staring into Amanda's brown eyes. I love you too, she returned. I'm sorry I made you wait. It's okay. It was worth it, I replied, kissing her one last time before pushing back up for better leverage. I withdrew my hips slightly and pushed forward again. The pleasure of my forward thrust was overwhelming, and I knew that I wasn't going to last long. Not ideal, but being inside Amanda at last, I couldn't help it. I withdrew again. Amanda wrapped her legs around my hips and pulled me into her once more. My God, how could she feel this good? I withdrew again. Another thrust. Amanda's mouth was half open in pleasure. Withdrawal. Thrust. My cock cocooned by pure warmth and ecstasy. Withdrawal. Thrust. Our bodies linked as one. Withdrawal. Thrust. Sudden buildup inside my brain. Withdrawal. Thrust. Blackout bliss. I came back to earth with a start, realizing that I was coming. Somehow I'd had the wherewithal to pull out of Amanda first she was on birth control, but still just as I began spewing my seed all over her body. Most of it landed on her belly, but some of it fell on her breasts. I gasped for air as pleasure overwhelmed me. After several seconds, I finally came back down. I practically fell off the table, utterly spent. Holy shit! I managed to mutter. Amanda, that was better than I ever imagined. She smiled, but it was a half-smile. I quickly realized that even though I'd finished, Amanda had not. I'd left her in sexual purgatory. Sorry, I didn't mean to finish so fast. You just felt so good. I couldn't. It's okay, Amanda said only half-convincingly. She started to sit up, but I put out a hand to stop her. No, I can help. Lay back down. Amanda hesitated for a second but then complied. I was so drained that I was barely able to move, but I forced myself over to Amanda regardless. I didn't know if I could finish her off with my hands alone, but I was going to try. I reached between her legs. Amanda closed her eyes again as I touched her. I rubbed her lips teasingly for a moment before adjusting my angle and letting my index finger push inside. I began to fingerfuck her, but I gasped out quickly. Releasing months of self-repression in a single hot moment had left me utterly exhausted. As much as I wanted to take care of Amanda, my body wouldn't cooperate. But I couldn't let our first time together end like this. It was then that Dante spoke. I had almost forgotten he was even in the room, and I jumped slightly at his voice. Dan, you need to lie down.
You're struggling. Hard. I'll be fine. Amanda's not done yet, which means either am I. I said stubbornly. Dante walked up next to me and put a supportive hand on my shoulder. Dan. It's time. I'll take over for you. We're a team, remember? Besides, it's nothing I haven't already done. I looked at Amanda, saw her unfulfilled expression, and then back at Dante. Dante was right. I was done. But did I really want to let him touch Amanda again? It was true that I was only here because of him, but still. Dante didn't give me a chance to consider more. Here, he said, picking up the massage towel off the ground and handing it to me. Clean Amanda off and sit down. Catch your breath. We'll be done soon, and then you two can go recover together. Dante's soft assertiveness overrode whatever reluctance I might have mustered. But a part of me was thankful. I didn't need to rest, and this way I wouldn't have to let Amanda down. I took the towel. I gave Amanda a quick wipe down, removing the globs of sperm from her skin, before dragging myself over to the couch and collapsing onto it. With my last strength, I turned so that I could watch Amanda. Dante wasted no time taking over. He removed his clothes in seconds, his black rod springing into the open and highlighting his own arousal. Amanda had kept silent during this exchange, eyes half-glazed, as if she was only vaguely aware of her surroundings. Dante's cock captured her attention, though, and I saw her focus in on it. Dante smiled as Amanda's eyes settled on him. Dan had a great start, but now I'm here to finish. Don't worry about having to do anything. Just enjoy yourself, Dante said, as he stepped next to Amanda, his cock hovering over her body, just inches above her skin. Amanda didn't say a word, but she nodded meekly. If she had reservations, she didn't share them. Amanda's nod was all the permission Dante needed. Surprisingly, though, he didn't immediately jump on the table with her. Rather, he scooped Amanda into his arms and rotated her a quarter turn so that she was perpendicular to the table and now aligned with him. Gently, Dante set her back down and pulled her slightly towards him so that Amanda's hips were at the very edge of the table, her legs dangling over the side. After he'd positioned Amanda where he wanted, he lifted Amanda's legs upwards, resting her heels on his broad shoulders. During all this movement, his cock had come to rest on Amanda's pelvis its thick black head covering her belly button. It didn't seem possible that something so large would fit inside Amanda but as I'd seen two weeks ago, somehow it could. As if reading my mind, Dante adjusted his hips, bringing his cock down towards Amanda's entrance. My viewing angle was perfect. I saw Dante's head reach her opening, and a moment later slip inside. But Dante encountered resistance as he slowly pressed forward. Amanda needed time to accommodate his girth. I was reminded of a hydraulic press Dante's rod was like steel, stretching Amanda around him as he slowly penetrated deeper and deeper inside. At last, he had filled her completely, his hips coming to rest against hers. The pure pleasure on both their faces was obvious. Despite myself, I felt another twinge of jealousy. Fuck! Dante gasped as he bottomed out. Amanda didn't respond, but she stared at Dante with uninhibited lust, her mouth gaping open and eyebrows drawn together in a state of aroused shock. Once, I never would have imagined my sheltered, homeschooled fiancé could make such an expression, but here she was. A second time. 
Somehow Dante was able to tear his eyes away from the scene, and he glanced over at me. Dan, your girl is a fucking smoke show. I hope you realize how lucky you are. Oh, I do, I said truthfully. Dante looked back at Amanda, who still couldn't seem to take her eyes off him. And you, Amanda, you're just as lucky. You have a guy who loves you so much that he'll make sure you get the pleasure you deserve. Even if it comes from another man. That's true dedication there. You should thank him for it. It took Amanda a moment to process Dante's words, but once she did, she glanced over at me. Thank you, she mouthed. Just as Amanda was giving me her thanks, Dante pulled his hips back slightly before smoothly pushing forward again. Amanda still had eye contact with me, and as Dante thrust into her, I saw the pleasure reach her very soul. Good, Dante said approvingly to Amanda. But you should be more specific. It means more that way. As he spoke, Dante gave Amanda another slow thrust, causing her to close her eyes and bite her lip involuntarily. She moaned softly. When her eyes fluttered back open, she was still looking at me, but it was obvious she was in her own world. She emerged just briefly enough to follow Dante's instruction. Dan, thanks for being okay with this. I love you so much. I love you too. I responded, transfixed by the surrealness of this entire situation. We'd only just met Dante a few months ago, and now he was balls deep inside Amanda and she was thanking me for it. How the hell had this happened? Ultimately, the how didn't matter the fact remained that it was happening. This was the wildest experience of my life. Dante watched our exchange with mild amusement. He looked like he considered stringing Amanda along some more but instead he reeled her back in. That was sweet. But don't look at Dan too long. You don't want to make him uncomfortable, do you? Amanda glanced back at Dante and shook her head. Dante grinned. That's better. You've got plenty to focus on here anyway. To emphasize his point, Dante wrapped one of his arms around Amanda's legs, locking them in place against his chest. Spread on his shoulders as they were, they formed a V that highlighted his point of penetration. Amanda's eyes naturally fell to the tip of the V, where she watched Dante's cock begin to steadily slide in and out of her. I couldn't see his cock myself anymore, but I could see Amanda's reaction to it. She had shed all inhibitions and was openly displaying her lust for Dante. For his part, Dante focused on his rhythm, rolling his hips smoothly as he slid himself into Amanda. His cock must have been plenty lubricated by now, as he encountered no resistance to his thrusts. As his speed increased, Amanda's body began to bounce slightly from the momentum. To keep her boobs from jiggling too wildly, she covered them with her hands, pressing them in place. The gesture inspired Dante. Play with your tits, he directed. Amanda acquiesced and began to squeeze her nipples gently. Dante moaned approvingly. Damn, Amanda! was all he managed between breaths. Their fuck soon entered a new phase. It became animalistic all that mattered was the pleasure that they were giving each other. I didn't know how Dante managed to keep his rapid pace against Amanda, but he did. It was just what she needed to it wasn't long before Amanda had tilted her head back, mouth open in ecstasy. She moved her legs down to Dante's waist, clenching him against her. It seemed a vain attempt to force even more of Dante's girth inside her she was already plenty stuffed. Somehow, Dante never faltered during this adjustment, 
he continued to pound Amanda steadily, ratcheting her pleasure further with every thrust. The sounds of their fucking filled the room. The smell of sex permeated the air. I watched with a mixture of awe and jealousy as Dante brought Amanda closer and closer to her climax. And suddenly it arrived. Amanda moaned deeply and arched her back off the table. Her entire body seemed to contract into itself as her muscles all fired simultaneously. Cries of rapturous pleasure escaped Amanda's mouth, before at last her body fell limp once more. Dante wasn't far behind. He let out a soft, Oh fuck, before he jerked his hips backwards. Cum was spraying from his cock as soon as it was free of Amanda's pussy, and it splattered over her body much like mine had earlier. It was an incredibly sexy scene, even with the action finished. Dante's cock lay over Amanda's pelvis, residual cum still leaking from his head onto her belly as it deflated. Amanda was covered in a mixture of sweat, oil, and semen, which somehow made her even sexier to me than usual. Dante couldn't seem to take his eyes off Amanda, no doubt admiring his handiwork. Amanda was in the afterglow of her orgasm, a huge smile plastered on her face, staring absent-mindedly back at Dante. As I took all of this in from the couch, I realized that Dante's withdrawal had been a tad delayed. I suspected a few of his bursts had landed inside Amanda, rather than on her. I wasn't worried about pregnancy thank God for birth control but still, it meant that Dante inseminated Amanda before I had. Stupid thing to be bothered by, considering I'd let him fuck her in the first place, but it was my first reaction. Regardless, it was done. Amanda had gotten the release she needed. And now that Dante had done his job, I'd have her all to myself again. I somehow managed to push myself off the couch and hobble to the table. Dante obediently stepped away, giving Amanda and I some space. I grabbed the same towel Dante had given me earlier and passed it over. Guess it's your turn for cleanup. Dante took it with a wry smile. Guess so. He gave Amanda a quick wipe down, then stepped away again. I took Amanda's hand in mine. How do you feel? I asked her. Amanda's body was still incredibly flushed, and her breath hadn't quite returned to normal. She looked up at me, grinning widely. Amazing. Dan, I'm so sorry that I made you wait to do this. Thank you for being patient with me. Of course, I said, stroking her hair affectionately. And I'm sorry that I didn't say something sooner. I guess I didn't realize how much it bothered me. Amanda squeezed my hand affectionately. Well, we're definitely good now. What do you say you help me off the table, and then we shower off together? Of course. I agreed, pulling her to her feet. I noticed Dante watching us, amused. Aren't you too cute? I tilted my head towards him appreciatively. Dante, I know this might be weird for me to say, but thanks for your help tonight. Dante laughed. Trust me, damn pleasure was all mine. But go take care of your girl. I'll finish up here. I followed his advice. That night, Amanda and I were practically attached at the hip. After showering together, we spent the rest of the evening in our room, venturing out only briefly for a snack. Amanda had some studying she had to do, but she stopped early and crawled into bed with me. We spent several minutes enjoying each other's company, cuddling and giggling together. As we wound down, though, our conversation turned more serious. You really aren't mad at me for sleeping with Dante? 
Amanda asked, her voice soft and vulnerable. I know you gave him permission today, but that first time. I shouldn't have done it. I still don't know why I did. It was like I wasn't in control of my body, and I couldn't help myself. But it was wrong, and you deserve better. I wouldn't blame you at all for being upset. Now that Amanda had cooled down, it seemed her conscience had started to dig at her. The truth was that I wasn't sure how I felt about her indiscretion. I knew I should have been furious that Amanda had slept with another man. And normally I would have been. But this situation seemed different, somehow. Maybe it was a sign of how secure I felt in the relationship. Or maybe there was something about Dante himself that put me at ease. Or maybe most of all, I personally had benefited after all. I'd now finally been able to sleep with my fiancé. I was still a bit jealous of Dante jealousy enhanced by his objectively superior performance, but that was it. Jealousy, not anger. And I certainly wasn't mad at Amanda. I shared these thoughts, minus the one about Dante's performance, with her. Amanda nodded thoughtfully, sensing that I was telling the truth. I appreciate you more than you know, Dan. And it's kind of exciting now, isn't it? It's like our relationship has reached a whole new depth. If nothing else, our nights together will be a lot more interesting. She teased. Damn, babe. Here I am still worn out, and you're over here thinking about next time. Give a man a chance to rest first. Amanda giggled and squeezed my cock affectionately. Fine, I'll be patient. She fake pouted, before turning serious again. And Dan, just so you know, I really do appreciate what you did for me today, with Dante, I mean. It's not how I pictured our first time to go, but it was an amazing gesture anyway. I've never had such a caring relationship before. Just so you know, though, I would have been fine even if you hadn't brought Dante in. I didn't need an orgasm for my first time with you to be special. Besides, it felt good anyway. Amanda's compassionate sincerity melted my heart. I tried to keep my voice steady as I responded. Thanks for saying that. I love you, Amanda. So much. I love you too, Dan. She replied, smiling. We kissed and cuddled goodnight. Chapter 5 I was in heaven. Or at least my cock was, although that was pretty much the same thing. Amanda lay beneath me, panting as I thrust into her rapidly. She was clearly enjoying herself, and in the back of my fevered mind I wondered, was this it? Was I finally about to make her come? I mentally willed myself to hold on just a bit longer. We were so close. But the pleasure, oh God, the pleasure. And just like that, I felt the telltale switch flip in my mind. Jerking my hips back, I began to release onto Amanda's pelvis although there wasn't much to be released. I'd been drained daily for almost a week, so the only sperm left was what I'd managed to produce in the past 24 hours. After giving myself a moment to recover... I jumped back into action. My job wasn't done. I crawled up next to Amanda and flipped on my side. She watched me move and turned to face me, but I restrained her. I'm not giving up yet. Let me try with my hands again. I saw a flash of skepticism in Amanda's eyes, but she buried it quickly. Yeah, go for it. She responded, still somewhat breathless. She flopped onto her back once more. I reached between her legs with my hand and began to rub it on her sensitive area. How's that feel? Good. Go a bit faster. 
I complied. My fingers rubbed in a small circle over her clit, trying to keep my pace fast but steady. M. Faster. My hands were going about as fast as I could move them while keeping them controlled, but I did my best. I kept at it for what seemed like an eternity, watching Amanda's face closely for a sign that she'd finally reached her peak. As exhausting as it was, I did seem to be making progress. And then the cramp hit. The pain was intense, and I reflexively yanked my arm back, trying to soothe the aggrieved muscle. At last, the pain faded, but the damage was done. Amanda was looking at me, concerned. At least it wasn't disappointment that I saw. Sorry, I muttered. Just got the forearm cramp from hell. I'm good now, though. Want to pick up where we left off? Amanda rolled over and hugged me. I love your dedication, Dan. But let's save it for another time. It just wasn't meant to be today, and that's okay. There's always tomorrow, after all. There's always tomorrow, after all. That had become our unofficial motto over the past week. At first, it had been a light-hearted line, meant to emphasize that Amanda and I were in no hurry. Now that Amanda and I had finally had sex, thanks to our roommate Dante, a whole new world of physical pleasure was open to us. It was amazing, and we'd had sex every day in the week since. To be sure, our sex had its awkward moments we didn't have that first-time excitement to hide behind anymore but I'd never felt closer to Amanda. My only regret was that I'd yet to give her an orgasm. She clearly liked having sex with me, and she reassured me that she didn't need an orgasm to enjoy it, but still. I couldn't help but feel that it meant there was something wrong with me. Especially considering I had seen her orgasm twice before during sex, with Dante. I knew it was likely just the extra thrill factor that gave him the advantage over me, but I couldn't stop comparing myself to him. He was bigger, taller, more muscular, not to mention well-endowed. Plus, as much as it shouldn't have made a difference, Dante being black probably made him seem more exotic too. I knew these thoughts were unfair to both myself and Amanda, but I couldn't seem to stop them. My only silver lining was that I knew Amanda was fully committed to me. Even if she had enjoyed her sex with Dante, I was the one she was marrying in a few months. And once I finally gave Amanda the orgasm she deserved, I could put my insecurities behind me for good. Today was a failure, but as Amanda had pointed out, we'd have the rest of our lives together. We didn't need to be perfect right away. There's always tomorrow, after all. With our sex finished for the night, Amanda and I cleaned up and went to bed. Despite the unfortunate ending, our sex had been good. The connection between the two of us extended to the physical. I was happy to see. Both of us had been so horny for each other the past week, in fact, that we hadn't even needed foreplay to get going. We just exchanged a look, and then the next second, we'd tear each other's clothes off. Amanda had never struck me as a physically-minded girl, but it seemed that was a sign of her self-repression, rather than a true ambivalence to sex. I'd been fine waiting until marriage, but I had to admit, this was better. Amanda appeared happier too, part of it was the sex itself, but I suspected the major reason was she no longer feared me abandoning her afterwards. Years of self-repression had finally ended. No wonder Amanda had dived headfirst into this new world. I also sensed her desire to experiment. Nothing wild, just different positions, different times of day, 
etc. but enough to suggest that she was just getting started. I like this new Amanda. As I went to sleep that night, I felt good despite my lingering insecurities. The next morning, as I was headed off to work, Dante popped out of his room just in time to catch me. Hey, Dan. I've got a client this evening. Would you be okay pushing your massage to tomorrow instead? I kept forgetting that I was part of this massage deal. I'd only started it so Dante would have an excuse to get his hands on Amanda, after all. Uh, yeah? I'll be free, I replied, hoping I didn't sound as off-guard as I was. Cool, tomorrow it is. By the way, congrats on Amanda. I hear the way you two have been going at it this last week. I told you I'd make it happen, Dante grinned. I felt my cheeks burn. Oh shit, Dante. I didn't realize you could hear us. We'll try and be quieter. Nah, man. You guys are good. Not like you're screaming your lungs out or anything. But rhythmic bouncing that lasts for several minutes straight? Pretty obvious what's going on. Don't worry about me though you guys do your thing. Yeah. Sure. I said as Dante disappeared behind his bedroom door. As I left the apartment, I tried to put my embarrassment behind me. It was silly, considering Dante and I had both fucked Amanda in front of the other, but I was self-conscious anyway. This was private time between Amanda and me now. It was no longer a group activity. I decided to text Amanda while it was fresh on my mind. She might want to know that we'd been giving Dante an earful. Later that morning, I received her response, blushing emoji. I didn't think much of this exchange at the time, but hindsight brought a new significance to it. For now, though, it seemed like a small issue. When I made it back home after work, Amanda was by herself at the apartment. Dante had been gone all afternoon, so we had the place to ourselves. After a quick dinner, we put on a movie and cuddled on the couch together. As the movie progressed, I noticed that Amanda kept adjusting her position next to me until she'd placed her hands casually on my thigh. I was aware of her proximity to my cock, but assumed that surely she wasn't trying to start something here in the open. The next few minutes made it clear how wrong I was. Amanda began rubbing my leg off and on, at first absentmindedly, but then with more purpose. Soon I realized she was slowly making her way to my zipper, despite her pretending to be as engrossed in the movie as me. When she brushed my now-hard member through my pants, I couldn't take the teasing anymore. Amanda, are you really trying to start something here? Dante could be back any time now, I said, simultaneously uncomfortable and turned on. Amanda turned towards me with a sly smile on her face. Hmm, I guess it would be a bit risky, wouldn't it? Maybe I should stop after all. Despite her words, Amanda didn't stop. Instead, she began openly petting my cock through the fabric. Amanda's grin widened. I was stunned. Her experiences with Dante aside, I'd never seen Amanda be so bold, and as much as I enjoyed her attention, I wasn't sure I wanted to risk Dante walking in on us either. What had gotten into her? This wasn't the reserved, self-repressed Amanda I was used to. It wasn't bad exactly just unexpected. Amanda sensed my ambivalence. We could take this to the bedroom, if you want. But don't you want to experiment, and try something new? Come on, Dan. Let's have some fun. To emphasize her point, she unzipped me and pulled my cock out into the open. 
Looks to me like you want this as much as I do. I mean, I'll always want you. I agreed. You just caught me off guard is all. Hey, you're the one who started all this whole having sex thing. Amanda teased. So, really, it's your own fault. She had me there, I had to admit. I suppressed my reservations and followed Amanda's lead. Maybe she was right. A little risk could be fun. As before, either of us needed foreplay. My arousal was already obvious. Amanda's became clear, too, as soon as she removed her leggings and underwear. She was soaked. Amanda straddled me on the couch, wasting no time impaling herself on my manhood. I had to undo my pants and slide them down my thighs in Amanda's eagerness. She'd left them in place. Even as I shifted my clothes downwards, Amanda began to slide up and down along my shaft. She couldn't get started soon enough, it seemed. My pants mostly out of the way, I returned my attention to Amanda, grabbing her ass and supporting her weight as she rode me. I looked up at Amanda just long enough to see her smile before she planted a heavy kiss on my lips. Her intensity surprised me. Even as eagerly as we'd been fucking, this was a new level of passion. Was this really just because we'd moved out in the open? All my questions quickly evaporated though, as the pace of our fuck soon reached cruising speed. Amanda shifted her movements from up and down to grinding her crotch on mine. It wasn't quite as pleasurable for me, but I could see what it was doing to Amanda, and that was enough. Amanda had lost herself completely to her lust, riding me for all she was worth. Just as she seemed unable to move any faster, her body seized suddenly, and she collapsed against me. Oh fuck, Dan, she moaned as her orgasm overtook her. I cradled her as she came onto and around my cock. The sensation was incredible, doubly so, knowing that I was responsible. This was the first time I'd made her come, after all. When Amanda's orgasm finally subsided, she pulled back and looked at me, breathing heavy, but with a wide smile. Wow. I kissed her in response. Amanda returned it briefly, then leaned back and pulled herself off me completely. I was still rock hard as good as Amanda had felt. It wasn't the right angle for me to finish. Amanda noted my still aroused state with surprise. Oh, babe. You're still, you didn't finish? Just wasn't the best angle for me. But as you've said before, it felt good. Besides, I'm just happy you finished. You've waited long enough for it. Amanda giggled. I mean, I am feeling pretty good. But we can start again if you want. I stood and hugged Amanda softly. I appreciated her offer, but we were overdue to let Amanda be the selfish one. I could tell she was exhausted, and I didn't want to have sex with a half-enthused partner. Besides, Dante would be home soon. No, that's okay. I love you for saying it, but I'll be fine. There's always tomorrow, right? There's always tomorrow. Amanda echoed as she sank into my embrace. We held each other, still stark naked, for a few seconds before I finally released her. Well, let's clean up, I guess. Don't want to leave our clothes scattered everywhere for Dante. Eh, he'll be fine, Amanda joked but she helped me pick up the clothes anyway. We gathered them all and retreated to our room, cleaning ourselves up and redressing before making our way back to the couch. My erection finally went down, and although I did have blue balls from the experience, it was only a mild case. Just a few minutes after Amanda and I had returned to the couch, 
we heard a key turn in the door. Dante had returned. Amanda and I exchanged a knowing glance as Dante joined us in the living area. You guys having fun without me? He said, flopping into the nearby chair. Nothing too crazy. Just watching some TV, I offered casually. Well, don't let me mess with your quiet time. I'll hang out in my room and leave you two lovebirds alone. Dante started to stand. Nah, man, you're fine. You're welcome to watch with us if you want, I said, not wanting to be rude. Well, if you insist. It'll be nice to be around people who aren't my clients tonight, Dante said, settling back down again. The three of us watched TV together then, but I couldn't stop thinking about the sex Amanda and I just had. It was amazing even more so considering just a month ago she wouldn't have sex with me at all. But now Amanda was unleashed. I was curious, just how wild would she get? The next few days were unfortunately a return to normalcy. School and work took up much of our lives, not to mention the wedding planning looming in the back of our minds. We'd finished a lot of the legwork by now, but there were always last-minute checks and adjustments we needed to make. RSVPs, scheduling, etc. Dante seemed to go about his own life too, although he did give me the massage on Saturday like he'd promised. Like before, I enjoyed the relaxation, but I realized that I'd no longer be able to separate his massages from his twin seductions of Amanda. As he finished, I promised myself I'd talk to him about taking me out of the rotation. I didn't think he'd be happy about paying full rent again, but maybe I could have Amanda take my place. I knew it might be weird to let Dante feel up Amanda even more, but I wasn't too worried. After all, he'd already slept with her. What else could he do? Besides, Amanda and I were still making love almost every day. True, the novelty of the sex itself was finally starting to wear off, but we were still getting started. Foreplay wasn't necessary for us yet so I knew that would be an easy way to spice things up again. Besides, even if we didn't have sex every single day, I would be okay. We were just making up for the years we'd gone without it. Unfortunately, Amanda didn't orgasm during these sessions either. She reassured me that she just needed a bit more connection with her body, but I had to wonder how much of her earlier orgasm was excitement from being in the open, rather than in our bedroom where we normally made love. I had to admit the thrill of risking Dante walking in on us got my adrenaline flowing too even if I didn't want it to actually happen. Amanda's sexuality was just for me now, after all. Still, by that Friday, Amanda was orgasmless, and I decided it was time for a boost. It was evening. Amanda and I were lounging on the couch. We had the apartment to ourselves. Dante had left not long before to take care of a final massage appointment so I knew we'd have plenty of alone time. Amanda was finishing some homework before the weekend, but I could tell her brain was almost out of juice. I decided she could use a little break. Plus, the movie I was watching had gotten boring. Pulling my attention away from the TV, I leaned towards Amanda and wrapped my arm around her. Amanda didn't even glance from her laptop as I pulled her in close to me. I decided to make my intent clearer. Babe, you think you might want to take a break for a bit? Save the school for later? I asked as I began to play with her hair. Oh, I'm almost done. Ten more minutes, then I'll watch the movie with you. I promise, Amanda said, maintaining her laser focus. Watching a movie wasn't what I had in mind. 
I said using my free hand to gently turn her chin towards me as I leaned in for a kiss. Our lips met briefly, then I pulled back again to gauge Amanda's reaction. Oh, I see, she said, realizing at last what I was doing. You might be right. Maybe it is time for a break. Let me just save this real fast. She made a few final clicks on the laptop before closing it and setting it on the coffee table. There. You ready to take this to the bedroom then? Actually, I think we should keep it right here, I replied. Dante will be gone for at least another hour. And it is our apartment, after all. Why not take advantage of all of this space? We've got this whole couch. And if that gets boring, we've got the kitchen counter and the dining table. Ooh, I like the way you think, babe. Amanda agreed, as she placed a hand on my chest and began rubbing. And if those places get old, there's always Dante's bed too. I teased, loving the way my words were firing Amanda up. You're so bad. We can't have sex in Dante's bed. That's mean, Amanda said, but I could tell she was entertained by the idea. I mean I let him sleep with you. It only seems fair to me, I pointed out, as I began to run my hands over Amanda's body. Hmm, was all Amanda could manage as the two of us gave ourselves fully to our desire. We began to kiss while continuing our mutual explorations. Soon, clothes began flying onto the floor, and before I knew it, Amanda had climbed on top of me, ready to take me inside. Before she could though, I stopped her. Wait, I want to try something new, I said softly. Stand up for a second. I could tell Amanda wasn't thrilled about the interruption, but she complied, stepping back onto the floor. Once Amanda was off me, I scooted back onto the couch as far as I could go and settled in on my right side. I was now lying lengthwise along the couch, with enough space for Amanda to climb on in front of me. I patted the space. My message was clear. Amanda smiled, understanding what I had in mind. With much more grace than I could have managed, she joined me on the couch and flipped so that she faced the same way I did. With a final move, she snuggled up against me, her ass pressing firmly against my hips. Despite having squeezed her cheeks plenty with my hands, they never felt fuller, cushioned against my body as they were. As Amanda scooted next to me, my cock had become trapped between us, and I could feel its heat radiating freely. It seemed even warmer than our bodies. I pulled my hips back slightly and then down, maneuvering my head between her legs and then directly against her wetness. The angle was bad, but after I'd bent my legs moving Amanda's with them I finally felt my tips slip inside. At last, I began to push forward, filling my fiancé with my hardness. I sighed, overwhelmed by the sensation. I'd been inside Amanda several times by this point, but never in this position. I wouldn't have imagined the angle would have changed the way her pussy felt on my cock, but it did. It was like I'd put my hand in a glove backwards I could tell I wasn't meant to be in this way, but it wasn't bad. In fact, I felt like I was reaching parts of Amanda I'd never reached before. I love you, I whispered into Amanda's ear, her head just beneath mine. She twisted back, trying to kiss me, but there wasn't enough room to maneuver. I settled for kissing her on the temple. I reached my arm around Amanda's body, securing her against me, as I began to slowly rock my hips. The experience was incredible her soft ass cushioning my body, her velvety pussy gripping my cock in its warm embrace, 
her brown hair just in front of my face, the faint smell of her shampoo tickling my nose. I'd never felt as close to anyone as I did in that moment it felt like our very souls were linked. When the footsteps arrived in front of our apartment door, I didn't even register them. It wasn't until I heard a key in our lock, followed by a turning, that I realized what was happening. Someone was here. Someone was coming in. Dante was back. I felt Amanda freeze against me, paralyzed by the sudden intrusion. I cursed aloud, but moved quickly, almost by instinct. There was no time to dress or move, so I quickly grabbed the nearby blanket and threw it over the two of us. Fortunately, it was large and covered us both, but it didn't quite cover all our clothes on the floor. Fuck. Damn client cancelled on me last second, Dante said, clearly annoyed. I mentally willed him to head to his room, but instead, he drew closer. I shouldn't be too upset, because I'll be paid anyway, but I don't like making a trip out for nothing. Just call in advance and save us both some time. I heard Dante set down his keys, and then his footsteps heading towards us. I couldn't see him, down on the couch as I was, but my adrenaline was flooding freely. Please turn back, I pushed out with my thoughts. Dante did not turn back. He popped into view a moment later and spotted Amanda and me on the couch. He gave us a strange look, but I couldn't tell if it was because he knew what we'd been doing or if he just wasn't used to seeing us spoon. The only saving grace was that the blanket did make it seem like Amanda and I were just cuddling rather than actively fucking. I could feel Amanda's heartbeat pounding against my arm, my own raced as well. I knew it was stupid to feel caught by Dante considering what the three of us had already done, but it's exactly how I did feel. I waited anxiously for Dante to comment on our compromised state. But then Dante turned to the TV, and the moment passed. You watching anything good? Honestly, not really, I said, trying my best to sound like I wasn't dick-deep in pussy. I'm just too lazy to change it. Mindless TV doesn't sound too bad, actually. Dante said as he went to his usual chair near the couch, settling in. He wasn't going anywhere. As the three of us now sat in silence, ostensibly watching TV, my mind worked frantically. I was still rock-hard inside Amanda, and we were both as naked as the day we were born. How the hell would we get out of this one? Did we just wait for Dante to leave and then make a dash for the bedroom? Even as I thought it, I knew that was a dumb idea. Who knew how long that might be? Unless we wanted to be here for hours, I'd have to admit to Dante what we were doing and ask him for some privacy. It would be embarrassing, but less embarrassing than the alternatives. Just as I'd reached this conclusion, Amanda had apparently reached a conclusion of her own. Ever so innocently, she gave a slight wiggle of her hips against me, sending a fresh wave of pleasure onto my cock. It took all my willpower not to reciprocate the move, but somehow, I resisted. What the hell did Amanda think she was doing? As if in answer to my question, Amanda repeated her move, this time sliding me even more inside her. Keeping my voice as low as possible, I whispered, Amanda, what the hell are you doing? Amanda didn't respond, but instead turned so I could see half her face. Smiling deviously, she wiggled a third time onto me. I couldn't take much more. A few more wiggles and I would have taken Amanda in front of a full stadium. Decency be damned. I mustered a final warning. If we don't stop now, 
I won't be able to. I whispered. Amanda grinned and wiggled the final time, this one her largest yet. With that, I lost all concerns except one fucking the hell out of my fiancé. I did my best to hide it. I did. But once I committed, I knew there was no going back. I picked up where I'd left off, slowly rocking my hips into Amanda. I kept my motions as slight as possible, so it wasn't super obvious what we were doing under the blanket, but I knew if Dante looked over, he'd figure it out pretty quickly. Fortunately, he still seemed focused on the TV. Amanda was hotter than I'd ever seen her every move of my cock seemed to trigger her body in just the right way, and it wasn't long before she was openly gasping in rhythm with my thrusts. They were barely audible, but they were there. It wasn't long before I'd lost myself in my own pleasure the room fading away except for my fiancé who was so deeply in heat. The more I pushed into Amanda, the less concerned I became with hiding. If anything, knowing Dante was right there was becoming a turn on itself. I had no doubts Amanda felt the same way, especially considering she was the one who had started this. I don't know when Dante realized what Amanda and I were doing. All I know is that I happened to glance towards him and saw him watching us intently. He must have been watching for a decent time, because his hand was moving over his sweatpants, openly stroking himself through the fabric as he stared at us. I couldn't see Amanda's face, so I had no idea if she'd realized we'd been caught. If I'd been in my right mind, I would have asked Dante to leave then. To apologize for our rudeness, but firmly say that we needed privacy— and we'd be happy to make it up to him later. But I wasn't in my right mind. I was halfway to paradise, and the fuck was all I cared about. The fuck, and making it hotter. I caught Dante's eye. Maintaining his gaze, I adjusted my arm and twisted it slightly, taking hold of the blanket from underneath. Ever so gently, I began to pull on it, slowly dragging it from our bodies. I didn't yank it all off at once. Instead, I exposed a bit of skin at a time. First our shoulders. Then our chests. Then stomachs. Only when the blanket reached our hips did I let gravity take over, and it fell away completely. Amanda had to have realized what I was doing, but she never moved to stop me. In fact, when the blanket finally fell, she moaned. Oh, Dan. And continued fucking me despite being completely exposed to Dante's eye. Dante must have taken the blanket's fall as a cue, because once it was gone, he slid off his own pants and boxers, letting his cock spring free into the air. Even though this was the third time I'd seen it, I was still impressed with how large it was not monstrously so, but more than adequate. I couldn't help but wonder what Amanda thought of such an impressive specimen. She had to have noticed it by now. Even as I continued to plunge into Amanda from behind— Dante began to stroke himself in front of us. Our need for secrecy gone, Amanda no longer hid her sounds of pleasure. Her moans increased in volume as I fucked her, and before I knew it, Amanda was orgasming in my arms. I momentarily slowed my thrusts as ecstasy flowed through her body, but once she was done, I started again. We weren't done yet. My cock ached to return to a frantic pace again, but I forced myself to ease Amanda back into it. Surprisingly, she found a second wind quickly. It wasn't long before we were fucking steadily again. Dante was stroking himself steadily too, and I suspect he was more than ready to finish himself off there. But deep in my lust, I thought that seemed like such a waste. 
Why let a cock go unfulfilled when there was a sexy woman right here who could take care of it? The fact that she was my fiancée, promised to me and me alone, didn't even cross my mind. Even jealousy or fear that Amanda might prefer Dante's cock to my own didn't register. I was in full animal mode. And besides, I wasn't going to let Dante fuck her just get a little side action. Still plunging into Amanda, I motioned for Dante's attention. Once I had it, I waved, signaling for him to approach. Dante didn't need to be summoned twice, and without a word, he walked over. He stood next to the couch, his thick, black cock protruding from his body towards Amanda's face. Amanda looked back at me uncertainly was I okay with this? In response, I took hold of her forearm and moved it towards Dante, resting her hand upon his black snake. She gripped him by instinct, and then began to stroke, her delicate white fingers contrasting sharply against the darkness of his cock. Having been the recipient of many of Amanda's hand jobs, I knew she would take care of him in no time. The fact that I was letting my sweet fiancé pleasure Dante yet again, even if less intimately than the massages, was still a huge mindfuck for me. As high as Amanda's pussy was getting me, seeing her focus on Dante's pleasure was an even greater high. I can't explain it, but it's almost like Dante's pleasure was my pleasure so I was really fucking Amanda twice at once. Unfortunately for Dante, me taking Amanda from behind meant that she couldn't focus solely on him. He seemed close very close but Amanda's hand wasn't quite cutting it, distracted as she was. It was no surprise then when he maneuvered himself forward, pushing the head of his cock just in front of Amanda's face. He didn't say a word, but I saw him give a small nod to Amanda, and then a moment later, I heard the telltale sounds of her sucking on him. Despite our sex, Amanda still hadn't gone down on me. It seemed that Dante was once again getting to experience her first although this time, it was her mouth, rather than her pussy, he beat me to. I still had no room for jealousy, though, as deep in my lust as I was. The three of us continued for some time, me pushing my cock as far into Amanda as I could, Amanda sucking on Dante's rod while she continued to stroke him, and Dante lustfully staring down at Amanda as she worked. None of us spoke, but the sounds of our sex filled the air. I had the passing thought that this was my first threesome. How the fuck had that happened? I could tell all three of us were rapidly approaching our climaxes. Surprisingly, it was me who managed to last the longest. Dante and Amanda went almost at the same time. Dante reached for Amanda's head suddenly and gripped her hair. A second later, he came. As he moaned his release, I felt Amanda stiffen against me as she began to gasp herself. Her pussy muscles squeezed me firmly even as I continued to pump inside her, triggering my own climax. Instinctively, I pulled out just as I began to shoot my load all over Amanda's legs and thighs. All three of us rode our pleasure waves until they subsided, lying still and catching our breaths. Finally, Amanda moved first, sitting up. Dante offered her his hand, helping her to her feet. Amanda turned back towards me, lending me her own hand. It was then I saw her face for the first time since we finished. I'd assumed that Dante had come inside Amanda's mouth, but he hadn't. His sperm was splattered all over Amanda's face and hair, some of it even now dripping from her cheeks onto her boobs. It was a surreal sight a year ago. I certainly never expected my homeschooled fiancé to receive a facial like that, much less from a well-hung black man.
Yet here she was, sporting more jizz than makeup. I accepted Amanda's hand and pulled myself up. All three of us now stood there by the couch, Amanda between Dante and me. I realized that this was now the third time that Amanda had gotten Dante off. The first time was a fluke, the second time was for my benefit. But a third time? Now, it was a pattern. Yes, the sex had been hot, but if we kept crossing lines like this, where would it stop? I wanted to speak up, say that as fun as this was, it was the last time. Sorry, Dante. But I realized the words would sound hollow with Dante's seeds still dripping from Amanda's face. The first job was to clean up. We could talk later. Dante, on the other hand, was not burdened with such thoughts. With a straight face, he said, Man, you guys got me wishing my clients canceled more often. Amanda laughed, sparking a pang of jealousy in me. It was stupid that a laugh did, while a blowjob didn't, but it's how I felt. I needed to end this moment, and end it fast. Well, we weren't planning on company, but you're welcome, Dante, I said before turning to Amanda. Why don't we get ourselves cleaned up? Amanda used a hand to wipe some of Dante's cum from her face, as if noticing it for the first time. I half expected her to scoop some onto a finger and taste it, but she didn't. Instead, she wiped it on her side, looked at me slightly embarrassed, and nodded. As we retreated to our bedroom and the shower Dante shouted behind us, You're a lucky man, Dan! I certainly didn't feel like it. Amanda and I didn't talk much in the shower. I think we were both lost in our own thoughts. It wasn't until we had crawled into bed that I finally felt ready to speak my piece. Amanda, I think we need to talk about tonight, I said matter-of-factly. Amanda flipped over towards me, giving me her full attention. I think we do, too. I was surprised. I'd assumed Amanda had been fine with everything and I was going to have to explain why I felt so uncomfortable. But I heard the discomfort in her tone. Had I misjudged the situation? Oh. What did you want to say? I responded. It's okay. You can go first. Amanda offered. She seemed as uncertain about me as I was about her. It was understandable. This was new territory, after all. I hesitated a second more, but then took a deep breath and dove in. I don't regret what happened just now. I don't. I'm not mad at you, or even Dante for that matter. I'm the one who invited Dante to join us, after all. Sure, I wasn't in my right mind, but it was me all the same. What bothers me though is that this is the third time that Dante's gotten more of you than he has any right to, and that makes me uncomfortable. I don't know how we've let it get this far, you know? And it makes me afraid that it won't stop. I love you, and I don't want to do anything that would risk what we have. I know you love me too, and it's just sex, but it just feels weird. Amanda gave me a look that might have been love or pity or both. Dan, I love you. So, so much. You don't have to justify anything to me. I feel the exact same way. I love that we're exploring our physical sides together, and I know that Dante got us kickstarted, but you're the man I care about. You're the man I'm marrying. You're the man I want to spend the rest of my life with. Dante may have been fun, but that's all he is. I'm more than okay with leaving him out in the future. You're enough for me. I hadn't realized just how much I needed to hear those words. I sighed deeply with relief. You're enough for me too, 
I said, kissing Amanda on the forehead. She responded by scooting closer to me and squeezing me in a tight hug. I wrapped on my arms around her, and we just held each other silently for a moment. Finally, I released her and said, Well, I'm glad we can get back to normal now. Me too, came her response. If only we'd known just how wrong we were. For a time, though, it did seem like we'd returned to normalcy. Work, school, and other routines all came back. Amanda and I still had sex, but it was more like twice a week rather than daily. We finally introduced some foreplay, but it was mostly light touching, and then we were both ready to skip to the good stuff. We kept sex in the bedroom from then on, and although Amanda never had any orgasms like that last time with Dante, she did have some. Progress, it seemed. We also talked with Dante, saying that with everything that had happened, we thought it best that the massages stopped. I was surprised when Dante agreed at once, even acknowledging that his rent would return to the original, non-discounted rate. He never lost his quiet charm either, interacting with us just as affably as before. Apparently holding a grudge wasn't in his nature. I might have stopped thinking of our trysts with Dante entirely if it wasn't for his stares. Like before, he couldn't seem to keep his eyes off Amanda. He wasn't as blatant as he'd been right after their first fling but it was there. I couldn't blame Dante, and as long as it was just stares, I didn't have a problem. I don't know if Amanda noticed the stares or not. For her part, she didn't seem to pay Dante any unwarranted attention. Still, I was paranoid enough to keep an eye on my apartment cameras when it was just the two of them there. They didn't spend every day alone, but with the way our schedules lined up, they had at least some time together roughly twice a week. Dante spent most of his time in the living room now, although Amanda tended to keep herself shut away in our room. It was rare they saw each other even when it was just the two of them. I kept expecting Dante to say something to me about our last encounter, but he never did. Maybe he was afraid it would be a sore spot between us. Maybe he felt like he'd pushed his luck, and he didn't want to get on our bad side. We were kind of his landlords, after all. Before I knew it, winter break arrived. I still had to work, of course, but Amanda had a couple weeks off from school. We'd planned to take care of any outstanding wedding issues while she was free. The actual wedding-slash-honeymoon was scheduled for her spring break in March, but as it turned out, we'd already finished just about everything. This left Amanda with an unexpected amount of free time that made her somewhat restless. I don't know if that played a role in what came next or not, but it ultimately doesn't matter. It was the Monday before Christmas. I was at work when my phone alerted me to movement on the apartment cameras. This wasn't unusual, but I checked the feed anyway out of sheer habit. When I saw that Dante was knocking on our bedroom door, though, everything else left my mind. This was new. From our bedroom camera, I watched Amanda put down a book she'd been reading at her desk and approach the door. She opened it uncertainly. Oh, hey, Dante. What's up? she asked, clearly confused by his intrusion. Not much. Just bored. Was wondering if you might want to get out of the apartment with me and find something to do. Sorry, Dante. I'm actually in the middle of a book right now. What about asking some of your other friends? They're all busy. Dante shrugged. No worries, though. I don't want to interrupt your book. What are you reading? Amanda suddenly sounded sheepish. 
Well, I guess you could call it a romance book. Oh, yeah? What's it called? The Sinners of Sin, Amanda admitted, after a moment of hesitation. Dante laughed. That doesn't sound like a normal romance book. What's it about? Amanda was thoroughly embarrassed now. I'd rather not say. It's a bit risque. Oh, come on, now, Amanda. I think with everything we've done, there's nothing left to be ashamed of. What's it about? Well, the short version is that it's about a girl who goes on a mission trip to Nigeria with her boyfriend. But then there's an accident, and her boyfriend gets badly hurt. He lives but has to be hospitalized for a long time. The rest of their mission team decides to head back as scheduled, but the girl insists on staying while her boyfriend heals up. She ends up living with one of their host families and forms a connection with one of the sons her age. One thing leads to another, and then soon she's torn between her boyfriend and this new guy. That doesn't sound too risque to me, Dante said skeptically. That's because I gave you the PG version. In the actual story, there's a lot more heat involved. It gets pretty graphic, Amanda explained. Oh, so it's a smut book. Yeah, I guess it technically is, Amanda admitted. Dante tilted his head, intrigued. I'm surprised that you're into smut. You didn't strike me as the type. Amanda's blush was visible even from the camera. Dante continued. Although to be fair, you're not what I expected in a lot of ways. What do you mean? Amanda asked, clearly curious now. Well, this says more about me than you, but I expected you to be boring. You just seem so, I dunno, vanilla. Dante shrugged. But you don't think so now? Dante laughed. I don't think I could ever call you boring now. You're quite the firecracker when you want to be Amanda. Amanda looked down sheepishly, but I think she appreciated the compliment. She looked back up at Dante a second later, grinning. Okay, that's fair. But I'd like to say that you're not what I expected either. Oh yeah? And what did you expect? Dante said playfully. I wasn't sure, to be honest, Amanda replied. Keep in mind that I was homeschooled. You're the first black man I've spent any real time with. I guess I just expected you to be different. Like I never expected that we'd have conversations or hang out together. Or fuck? Dante interjected. Amanda blushed even deeper. Yes, or that. But I was wrong. You're just a normal guy. Hey now, let's not take it too far. I'd like to think I'm a bit more than just normal. I'd call myself above average, at least. You would know, after all. Dante teased. Amanda conceded the point. Okay, yeah, that's fair. You're well above average. They were both silent for a moment, letting Amanda's words linger in the air. Its double meaning was plain. Even remotely, I could sense the tension that had built between them. It had happened in no time, too. Clearly their mutual fascination hadn't faded. I hated that I was stuck at work what if Dante decided to make a move now? Would Amanda have the willpower to resist? My mind raced through the possibilities. Dante cleared his throat, emphasizing the volatility of the moment. He took a slight step closer to Amanda, forcing her to tilt her head upwards to meet his eyes. He let the silence hang a second longer, until at last he spoke. His voice was soft and deliberate, as if he'd been considering possibilities of his own. 
So, Amanda, that book you're reading, how does it end? Does she stay with her boyfriend? Or does she get with the new guy? I mean, I haven't finished yet, Amanda replied, her own voice soft now too. But right now, I think she ends back up with the boyfriend. Makes sense, although a bit predictable, Dante replied. But I bet she enjoys her time with the other guy, doesn't she? Dante stepped even closer to Amanda, so that their bodies almost touched. He raised a hand to her head and began to run his fingers through her hair, but his eyes never left hers. Amanda made no move to resist. Instead, she answered Dante in an ear whisper. Way more than she should. The next moment, Dante covered her mouth with his own. His kiss was fierce, but Amanda didn't pull back at all. Instead, she took his head in her own hands and met his passion with an equal force. His black lips pressed against her pink ones repeatedly, and it wasn't long before I saw their tongues joining the action. I was totally unprepared for this explosion of lust. In shock, I watched as Dante slipped his arms around Amanda's waist and effortlessly picked her up. Amanda pulled tight against Dante, wrapping her legs around him for extra support. I expected Dante to take her to the bed our bed, but he didn't. Instead, he walked over to her desk, placed her down on it, right next to the smut book. Amanda would approvingly, and then they began kissing once more. In a panic, I did the one thing I could think of to stop this before it went any further. I called Amanda. From the camera feed, I saw her phone begin to vibrate. She'd left it on the desk next to her book, but despite its proximity, she ignored it. Come on, Amanda! It's me! I cursed softly. I could see my picture on her phone as it buzzed, my contact name displaying simply as future hubby. But Amanda was distracted, too busy tasting Dante to notice. But then Dante suddenly broke off the kiss, and I saw Amanda glance at her phone at last. Confusion filled her face it was like she didn't understand what she was seeing. Dante apparently didn't notice the phone at all, as fixated on Amanda as he was. He pulled his shirt off, revealing his muscled torso, before pressing back towards Amanda. Just then, I reached Amanda's voicemail. Hey, this is Amanda, her sing-song voice greeted. I cut it off and immediately redialed. As my call stopped, I saw Amanda start to return to Dante, who took that moment to pull her shirt from her body. Even with a bra on, most of Amanda's boobs were now visible. I saw her phone begin to buzz again future hubby back on the screen. Wait, Dante. Dan's calling, Amanda said, at last pushing Dante away. She grabbed the phone and answered. Hello? Dan? Yes? Amanda? I said. Instantly, I heard feedback between the call and the camera feed, so I quickly muted the latter. What was that noise? Amanda's voice was now just coming from our call, although I could still see her on the camera too. Sorry, some interference on my end, I think. Are you okay? You sound winded. No, I'm fine. I was just in the middle of using the bathroom, so I had to race for the phone. Why are you calling from work? Are you okay? Dante had been listening to our conversation quietly, but he must not have been ready to give up just yet, because he leaned in over Amanda and began kissing along her neck. The fact that she was actively talking to me didn't seem to concern Dante at all. I somehow managed to resist the urge to call him out right there. 
Instead, I took a more subtle route. Yeah, I'm fine. Are you sure you're okay, though? I hear weird noises in the background. Amanda immediately pushed Dante away again. Dante looked at her quizzically, but Amanda gave him a firm look that said she wasn't playing around. Dante at last stepped back, reluctantly waiting until Amanda said otherwise. But Amanda had apparently changed her mind. She made a shooing gesture at him, signaling him to leave. Dante pointed at Amanda's shirtless chest and then his own, before making a we're-still-going gesture. But Amanda shook her head no and waved him away again. Dante must have realized that he'd pushed far enough, because he grabbed his shirt and left. Amanda shut the door once Dante was gone, locking it behind him. All of this happened in seconds. You there, Amanda? Yes, sorry, I'm here. I dropped the phone for a second. But is everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine, I said, sounding nonchalant. It hit me then that I didn't have an excuse for calling. My mind worked frantically. I said the first thing that came to mind. But the boss is buying everyone lunch today, and I wanted to see if you wanted something. I'll just eat what I brought already, but figured I could bring it home to you and give you a free dinner. Oh, that's sweet, Amanda said as she found her shirt and pulled it back on. Yeah, I'd love free dinner. Where are you guys going? I made up an answer, knowing that I'd have to pick it up myself on my way home. I didn't care though I'd done what I set out to do. We said our final I love yous and then I ended the call. I sat back in my chair and exhaled deeply. Holy shit that had been close. But as I sat there and thought about what had just happened, I realized two things. One was that I wasn't angry at Amanda in the slightest. I knew I should have been she'd been about to sleep with another man, after all but I wasn't. That was probably related to the second thing I realized rather than be relieved that I'd prevented her from sleeping with Dante. I was disappointed. I knew how crazy that sounded, but I couldn't deny it. In fact, I was still rock-hard myself from watching their encounter. Even as my brain screamed that I needed to end it, my cock craved every moment. And now that I had ended it prematurely, I felt unfulfilled. Empty. Blue-balled. It seemed I had some major soul-searching to do. That night I had an epiphany. I could no longer pretend that the mutual attraction between Dante and Amanda didn't excite me. I knew it was dangerous and stupid, but I think that's why it turned me on to begin with. It was a classic taboo. Innocent, homeschooled white girl seduced by a well-hung, charismatic black man? The fact that it was my fiancé being seduced didn't matter to me anymore. I don't know if that was a sign of my ultimate trust in Amanda or just that I was a moron whose penis now did all his thinking, but it didn't matter. I knew what I wanted. And I knew how to get it. Amanda and I made love that night just before bed no doubt her encounter with Dante had left her plenty primed and as we lay cuddling each other after, I decided to go forward with my plan. Amanda, you know I love you, right? And I want us to be together for the rest of our lives? I said while stroking her arm affectionately. She was curled onto me, her head resting on my chest. I mean, yeah, that's why we're getting married, Amanda said matter-of-factly. Exactly. I've just been thinking about everything we've been through together and how lucky I am to have found you. I feel the same way, Amanda said, now looking up at me. She had to be wondering where I was going with this. I continued, 
and I know that's what matters more than anything. Our commitment to each other. I know most relationships wouldn't have worked the way ours has, but it doesn't matter, because it's our relationship, not anyone else's. What do you mean most relationships wouldn't have worked like ours? Amanda was starting to be on edge. This was the tricky part. Well, not our whole relationship, really. Just the sex part. Most relationships wouldn't be okay mixing someone else than like we have with Dante. Amanda sat up sharply. Dan, where's this coming from? Did Dante say something? I thought you were okay with what we'd done. You said it made us closer. It did. I quickly reassured her. And I am okay with it. More than okay with it. Actually, that's why I'm bringing it up. I think we should do it again. Amanda looked at me wide-eyed. I don't think she ever expected those words to come from my mouth. Skepticism, thoughtfulness, and excitement passed over her face in rapid succession. What are you saying? I'm saying that it's been weeks now since we've done anything with Dante. And as great as our sex has been, I realized that our sex with him around was even hotter. I know it probably sounds like I've lost my mind, but I think it would be good for us. Amanda searched my eyes, looking for a sign that this was a joke or a trap. But it was neither. I was serious. Wow, you mean it, don't you? Amanda said, amazed. You really want it to happen again. I do, I confirmed. But only if you're comfortable with it. Amanda shook her head in disbelief. I just can't believe that you are. Well, I am. I shrugged. It's just sex, after all. And if it makes our own sex lives better, of course I'd want that. But aren't you jealous? Amanda asked. I know I wouldn't be okay with you sleeping with another woman, even if it was just sex. And that's fine. I don't want to sleep with other women. Just you, I reassured. And to be fair, I wouldn't want you sleeping with other men either. It would still be sex with me, just with Dante helping too. I don't know why that makes it different in my brain, but it does. Amanda considered. I sensed she wanted to agree but was afraid to seem too excited by the idea. It might look bad. Dan, I want you to know that no matter what, you're the only man for me. Whether it's just us, or us plus Dante, that doesn't change how I feel about you at all. I know. And that's a big part of why I feel okay asking to do this. I know we're solid either way, but this way we can have some extra fun too. Amanda went silent, thinking over my proposal. At last, she nodded slowly as if she'd never considered anything with Dante until just now. Okay. We can try it. But if either one of us feels uncomfortable at any point, we'll say something and stop. No questions. No judgment. I think that's the smart way to do it. I agreed. Silence again. I can't believe we're talking about this. We've lost our minds, haven't we? Amanda said, looking at me. I laughed. Probably. But every couple has their own way to spice up the bedroom. Maybe this is ours. Hmm. Amanda murmured, turning it over in her brain. So, how would this work, exactly? I'd spent a fair amount of time on this question myself. I went through a few scenarios, discarding them one by one, until I'd finally thought of one that seemed perfect. To be honest, I started. I'm pretty sure we could just ask Dante to join in and he'd do it in a heartbeat. 
But then I got to thinking about what made the last time with him so hot, and I realized it was because of how unexpected it was. None of us planned to bring Dante in, it just sort of happened. And that was a big part of the thrill for me. The surprise. The uncertainty. Amanda nodded thoughtfully. I continued. So, I thought it might be fun to do something similar. Obviously, we'd know what was happening, but Dante wouldn't. At least at first. And even then, I thought of a way to keep that uncertainty going. I explained my plan. I suspected Dante would have told me I was doing too much, that this wasn't necessary at all. But he would have been wrong. This was half the fun. Surprisingly, Amanda agreed to my idea. She had a few suggestions, including leaving part of the plan more open-ended, but she was committed. A part of me still couldn't believe that the two of us were actively planning for another time with Dante. Not that long ago, I was torn by the fact that he had slept with Amanda at all. But now here I was, actively pushing for it. Just goes to show that people grow in funny ways, I guess. Amanda and I decided that we wouldn't set a specific time for our plan, just do it when it seemed like a good moment. We didn't have to wait long. That Saturday evening, the temperature outside plummeted, leaving the apartment feeling extra cozy by comparison. All three of us stayed inside, enjoying the warmth and relaxing in our own ways. Amanda and I were shut up in our bedroom. Dante was busy watching the TV in the living room. Amanda had been reading at her desk more sinners of sin. I noted when she stood and walked over to the bed where I was lying. She flopped down next to me, and without warning, planted a heavy kiss on my lips. I dropped my phone in surprise, but once I'd recovered, I returned Amanda's kiss with a flurry of my own. It wasn't long before we'd become heated. I started to put my hands into Amanda's pajamas she'd kept them on for our lazy day but she stopped me. Dan, let's do it now, she whispered. Our plan with Dante. Right now? Yes. It's the perfect time. Slowly, I withdrew my hands from Amanda's pants. I considered and then said simply, Okay. Amanda had me going already, but now I felt anticipation flow like burning ice through my veins. The moment was here. Amanda climbed from the bed and took a moment to straighten herself up. I joined her, trying to keep my heart from beating out of my chest. We exchanged looks, took a deep breath, and then exited our room. As planned, I took the lead. Hey, Dante. You busy? Dante looked up at us. Not really. Just trying to stay warm. Fair enough. I agreed. So... Sorry to bother you, but we need your help with something. Dante muted the TV. Yeah, sure, Dan. What you got? Here we go, I thought to myself. Amanda and I have a bit of a disagreement. You know, maybe I shouldn't get involved after all. Dante said, holding his hands up towards his ears. It's not a bad disagreement. Amanda jumped in. Dan, tell him. I sighed, pretending to be exasperated. Okay, this is a bit personal, but as a fellow man, I'm hoping you can back me up. Amanda here thinks that men can be physically aroused, even if they're not feeling it mentally. I said yeah, that's true, but only if they're stimulated physically first. But without that physical stimulation, if a guy is hard, it's because he's excited. I knew this wasn't true, of course morning would show that but I had to pretend otherwise for our plan. 
Amanda broke in. And then I called bullshit. I know that guys can get hard if a woman comes onto them, even if the guy may not actually be feeling it. It's just nature. Yeah, but those guys are usually touched first. I'm telling you, it's the touch that does it. We looked to Dante, waiting for him to weigh in. Wow. So, this is the oddest argument I've heard in a while. Dante swallowed and rubbed his hands together dramatically. I'm not sure why you're getting me involved, though. I had expected this. So, the short version is that Amanda thinks that there are times that she's come on to me that I wasn't really into it. I've tried telling her that if I'm hard, that means I'm into it, but she thinks I'm just saying that for her sake. We need someone objective to tell her I'm not. No, we need someone objective to call you out. Amanda retorted. You guys need to chill. Dante said, shaking his head. Shouldn't you be able to look this up online? We did. Amanda said animatedly. But there wasn't a clear answer, at least not for our specific scenario. That's why we're coming to you. You're a man without a dog in the fight. We know you'll tell the truth. Dante stared at us and then threw up his hands. Fine then. Dan's right. I threw up a fist triumphantly as Amanda stomped the floor in frustration. Told you. I couldn't resist adding. Amanda pouted at Dante. You're just saying that because he's a fellow guy. Bro code, no, I'm saying that because if Dan says you excite him, you should believe him. Dante explained. See? Now you're just being nice too. But I know you know better. Amanda said, refusing to give in. And I know how we can settle this right here, once and for all. Oh yeah? How's that? I challenged. It was time to set her up for our next move. With Dante, Amanda said firmly. If you're so confident, Dan, that men only get hard when they're excited, why don't we try it on Dante? I played up my skepticism. What do you mean by that? Amanda walked in front of Dante and then turned to me. Just what I said. If you're really so sure, why don't I try to excite Dante and see what happens? By your logic, he shouldn't respond at all, because he won't be turned on. Dante looked between the two of us as if we'd both lost our minds. Guys, I'm happy to settle a dispute, but I'm not sure all of this is necessary. We both ignored him. I kept my attention on Amanda. That's not fair, though. We've seen you excite Dante already, so if he gets hard, that's why. It doesn't prove his body did it on its own. Fine, then. Let's give him an incentive to not be excited. Dante, if you can keep yourself from getting hard, we'll cover your rent this month. My mouth dropped open. This wasn't part of the plan. What the fuck is happening? Dante muttered wide-eyed more to himself than us. Amanda looked at me triumphantly. So, how's that sound then? Give me twenty minutes to work on Dante, and if he's not hard by the end, I'll admit you're right. Yeah, and we'll be down that money. I pointed out. I wasn't sure Dante would be able to hold out even with a month's rent on the line, but still, that was a powerful incentive. We couldn't exactly afford to go without his share. No, we won't, because I'm right and you know it. Amanda shot back. Fine. But you only get five minutes. And he has to be completely hard. Half-mass doesn't count. I knew these terms went against what I really hoped for but that was part of the game. That's fair, Amanda agreed. 
But I want ten minutes. Okay, done. Ten minutes. But no touching of any kind, I won't need to. Amanda said self-assuredly. I was amazed how confident in her own sexuality Amanda had become in such a short time. It was amazing what freeing yourself from self-repression could do. What about you, Dante? You understand the deal? Dante shook his head and mumbled something under his breath that sounded suspiciously like white people. What was that, Dante? I asked. I said, yeah, I understand. You two are wild for this. I hope you know that. But I'm not gonna turn down a chance at a free month's rent. Let's see what you got then, Amanda, he said, kicking back in his seat. Start the clock, Amanda said to me, and then faced Dante. I pulled up my phone's timer and sat down in a nearby dining chair. Close enough to see everything, but far enough away to be ignored. My heart raced. We were doing this. For a few seconds, Amanda looked down at Dante, gathering her bearings. We hadn't settled on how she would try to excite Dante, although I did give her a few tips. Still, half the fun for me was watching the scene play out. How would Amanda turn on the sexy? Well, Dante, it's just you and me now, Amanda said softly. Good. She had taken my advice on setting an intimate scene first. It sure is. Dante agreed, but he sounded barely able to contain laughter. What's so funny? Amanda asked as she started to run her hands slowly along her body. It was an obvious attempt to be seductive, but I had to admit, it did come off slightly silly. Nothing. Everything. This, Dante replied, gesturing between the two of them with his hands. Why are you laughing at me? Amanda said, maintaining her sultry tone. Because it's obvious what you're doing. But hey, if it pays my rent this month, I'll play along. You're not keeping that money. Amanda said softly, her hands now squeezing her breasts softly. We both know you won't make it ten minutes. I'd emphasized to Amanda that nothing was sexier than confidence, and she'd clearly taken it to heart. I knew this was an act, but still. It was hard to believe that my sweet fiancé could play the role of temptress so well. Yet here she was. Dante laughed again, but I could tell Amanda's words had gotten to him. You're good, I'll give you that. But these ten minutes will be over in no time, and my bank account will be happier for it. We'll see, won't we? Amanda released her breasts then slowly ran her hands downwards, over her belly, until the tips of her fingers slipped into the waistband of her pajamas. We were a minute in. Nine to go. You know I fantasize about you, Dante? Amanda's left hand began to travel up again, but her right hand pressed further downwards and towards her center. Amanda was turning the heat on now. This was her idea saying she should play up her attraction to Dante to get him fired up. I knew she was plenty attracted to him already, but I didn't call her out for it. I'd simply agreed and told her to do it. Do you now? Dante still sounded amused, but I sensed he was now actively wielding humor as a shield against Amanda's seduction. I'd expected him to hold out in our little game just long enough to feign decency but he seemed to be really fighting for that rent offer now. Likely he figured he'd win the rent and then get with Amanda later too. Sneaky bastard, I thought. Amanda nodded. I have ever since you first moved in with us. There's something about you that I can't seem to resist. I get that a lot. Dante joked, but he couldn't take his eyes off Amanda. 
The hand inside her pants was very obviously running over her womanhood now. What about you, Dante? Do you fantasize about me? Amanda asked. Her cheeks had developed a telltale flush. I'd expected Dante to play coy, but he didn't. Yeah, sometimes, Dante admitted, without a trace of shame. He was still maintaining his casual attitude. Amanda would need to find a way to shake him loose. She must have come to the same conclusion, because she emboldened her tactics. See, even now, just teasing you like this, you've gotten me so wet. Amanda said, removing her right hand from her pants at last. Even at a distance, I could see the wetness on her fingers. She let Dante examine it for a moment before she continued. But what about you, Dante? Are you getting hard? Amanda flicking her eyes downwards to his crotch. I looked too and was surprised to see there was no bulge in Dante's pants. At least, not yet. I wasn't sure how he was managing it, because my own cock was throbbing. Nope. Looks like Dan was right, like I said. Dante shrugged. If you want to stop now and save yourself the effort, I'll accept the win. Speaking of, how long are we in, Dan? I checked. About three minutes. Sorry, Amanda. You're doing a great job, but I guess it is mind over matter after all. We're just getting started, Dante. Maybe you need a better view. Amanda replied. With that, she grabbed the bottom of her shirt and smoothly glided it over her head. Once removed, she gently tossed it on the couch next to Dante. Amanda went for her brown next, reaching her arms behind to unhook it, then slowly moving the straps off her shoulders, one at a time. She kept one arm pressed against the bra, though, preventing it from falling off completely. Well, Dante? Should I keep going? It's up to you. Dante said, glancing at the ceiling as if he'd never been more disinterested. Amanda moved her arm and the bra dropped to the floor. Dante's eyes instinctively flickered back onto her. Oops, Amanda said, noting Dante's returned attention. Well, isn't this awkward? What's awkward about it? Dante asked, still playing it cool. Amanda began running her hands over her now exposed tits, highlighting their fullness. Being half-naked in front of you, Dante. You're not supposed to see me like this. Dante chuckled. I'm not sure that approach is gonna work, since I've already seen way more. Amanda considered this. You might be right. Let's jump ahead then. Without missing a beat, Amanda dropped her hands from her chest and moved them to her waist. Grasping the hem of her pajamas, she began to slide them over her hips and then all the way down to her feet. Somewhat off balance, she then kicked them off onto the couch with her shirt and bra. Amanda wasn't wearing panties, so she was now completely naked. How's that? Is that better? Amanda asked, sounding satisfied. Dante nodded appreciatively. You're a damn good-looking girl, Amanda, I'll give you that. And I'm not sure where you're drawing this sexy vibe from, but it works on you. Much more than I would have guessed. Unfortunately, it's still not gonna be enough. When I want something, I go after it. And right now, that rent's calling my name. Amanda ignored Dante's bravado and focused in on his words. Do you not want me then? I expected this to trip up Dante, but instead he replied smoothly. Do you want me to want you? Amanda stepped closer to Dante. I had a moment of panic where I thought she was going to touch him, giving him an excuse to claim victory by default, but she didn't.
Instead, she carefully straddled his legs, avoiding any contact, and then raised her foot, setting it on the couch cushion next to him. This left Amanda slightly spread-eagled, her pussy open in front of his face. Dante, she said softly, look at how wet you've made me. I've wanted you to want me since the very first day we met. You're a gorgeous man. You shouldn't even be giving a girl like me a second look. But the things we've done together, you've made me feel like the sexiest woman on earth. She fell silent, letting her words linger in the air. During our planning, I'd encouraged Amanda to lay it on thick if she had to, but I don't think she was acting here. I think she meant every word. Dante seemed shaken too. He swallowed deeply. Well, I'm happy to help. But give yourself some credit, Amanda. You are sexy. I know Dan thinks so too. That was a clever move by Dante. He was trying to halt Amanda's momentum by reminding her of me. I was torn. On the one hand, I wanted Amanda to admit that yes, I was the one who truly made her feel sexy. But on the other hand, we really couldn't go without Dante's money either. Besides, I had told Amanda to say whatever she needed to pull this off. That went double now that we had rent on the line. Amanda pulled her foot off the couch, but she stayed put otherwise, still standing over Dante's legs. Dan is the love of my life, and I can't wait to marry him. She agreed. But that's exactly why you make me so hot. You're not my fiancé. You don't have to think I'm sexy. But you do anyway. For a girl like me, there's no bigger turn on than that. Amanda now moved her arms to either side of Dante, leaning over him. They weren't touching, but Amanda's face was now directly in front of Dante's. They stared into each other's eyes, either looking away. Dante, I want you so bad right now. I want to see your cock. I want to touch it. I want it inside me. I know Dan's right there, hearing me say all of this, and I don't care. I want you to take me. I want you to make me yours. I want you to fuck my brains out. She breathed deeply, then added. Please. Dante exhaled slowly. Fuck, Amanda. Will you do that for me, Dante? Will you fuck me right here, right now? Amanda said, looking at him earnestly with her big brown eyes. The fact that she was fully naked only highlighted the seriousness of her request. Dante at last looked away from her. He sighed deeply and closed his eyes as he leaned backwards against the couch. After taking another breath to steady himself, he sat up again. Amanda, you have no idea just how badly I want to do that. And if you really want me to, I will. Just when our ten minutes is up. Dan, we close? I cursed mentally. I'd forgotten about the timer. I glanced down to see that over nine minutes had passed. Shit if Dante wasn't hard by now, we wouldn't have time to try much else. Thirty seconds left, I said, unable to keep the edge from my voice. Amanda and I both looked again at Dante's crotch. There did appear to be something enlarged now, but it was far from a full bulge. How are you still? Amanda started, but then she cut herself off. Something had caught her eye. Wait a second. She started to reach down for Dante's shirt but I quickly intervened, shouting, Amanda, no touching! At my exclamation, Amanda drew her hand back, thankfully before she made contact. She stepped back for some extra distance, but she still stared at Dante like she'd caught him red-handed. Dante, take your pants off!
Dante immediately went stiff. Why? Because you are hard, and you're trying to hide it by tucking your cock under your waistband. That sneaky bastard, I thought again. I bet Dante had slipped it underneath as soon as he'd heard the terms of the deal. Dante wasn't giving in that easy, though. I am not. I just have strong willpower. And it's time, so I win. Dante said, starting to climb off the couch, no doubt hoping to avoid further scrutiny. No, you don't. I can see it. It's right there. She gestured to Dante's shirt, that did indeed appear to be hiding something large underneath. She has a point, Dante. Fair is fair. Take your pants and underwear off, and if you're not hard I'll admit you win. Dante sighed. He knew he'd been caught, and there was no way to hide it now. I expected him to give up then, but instead, he started to undo his pants. Maybe he figured that would buy him a few critical seconds to go soft, but once he pulled them and his boxers down, his cock popped free, very obviously erect. Told you, Amanda said triumphantly, gesturing to the black rod that was pointed squarely at her midsection. I win. Hold on now, Dante said, placing his palm upwards. The rule was that I had to be fully hard for you to win. I'm not. I'm close, but not quite there. That means I win. Amanda narrowed her eyes skeptically. She reached out a hand to Dante's cock and circled her fingers gently around it. She slowly began to pump him as Dante's eyes went wide. Hey now, you're not supposed to touch me. That was during the ten minutes. But I've already won. This is just me proving that you are fully hard. Because if you weren't, I'd feel it growing in my hand. Amanda smiled wickedly, continuing to stroke as Dante frantically tried to think of another out. Unfortunately for Dante, the pleasure Amanda was now sending along his manhood seemed to short-circuit his thinking. What's the problem, Dante? Girl got your cock? Amanda's grin widened. Just admit it, I won fair and square. Despite your attempt at cheating. I'd seen glimpses of this side of Amanda, but never had she been so brazen. This game with Dante had shown there was more to her sexuality than I'd even suspected. In that moment, she was the hottest woman I'd ever known. Fine, I admit it. You win, Dante said flatly, but I could tell he had stopped caring. He had something else on his mind now. Amanda gave him a few final strokes, but then released him and turned to me. I told you we wouldn't have to worry about rent. But it's your turn too, Dan admit you were wrong. I held up my hands in mock surrender. I was wrong. That wasn't so hard, was it? So what now? Amanda said, looking at me. We were on the verge of something incredibly hot, but I could tell Amanda wanted me to approve it first. As eager as she might have been, she didn't want to start without me. She needn't have worried about me having second thoughts though I could barely restrain myself but I loved her for asking. This would be my decision. I made it. So you may have won, Amanda, but you made a mess in the process. I said, standing and joining my naked fiancé and our half-naked roommate. Huh? Amanda said, clearly not following me. Look at poor Dante here. You've got him leaking all over himself. I said, motioning to the precum that was visibly leaking from his cock. You should clean that up for him. I saw understanding pass over Amanda's face. I guess that would be fair, wouldn't it? She said. 
She took Dante's cock in her hand once more and slowly went to her knees, her head lowering until her eyes were at his hip level. With the careful precision of a surgeon, Amanda moved the head of his cock towards her mouth. Once the black tip was in front of her lips, Amanda extended her tongue and delicately licked the solitary, clear drop that had trailed out. How's that? She said, looking Dante square in the eyes. Fuck. Dante groaned. He shook his head again, as if trying to regain control. He turned to me. Dan, you're a good man for this. She's hotter than, oh fuck. Dante's words were cut off as he groaned in pleasure again. While Dante was speaking to me, Amanda had taken the opportunity to lick along Dante's shaft before returning to his head, where she took the whole thing inside her mouth at once. She began slurping on him eagerly, causing Dante's outburst. He clearly had not been expecting her enthusiasm. Frankly, I was shocked by it as well. Amanda had given me head a few times by this point, but it had always seemed like a warm-up for the main act. But now she'd gone all in. She sucked vigorously, using her mouth to stimulate his head while her hands worked along his cock. The intense way she pumped and sucked reminded me of the vacuum tool that dentists use to remove excess liquid from patients' mouths, except instead of saliva. It seemed Amanda was trying to suck Dante's cum straight out of his balls. I knew that's not how it worked, but that's the image that stayed with me. Dante seemed barely able to contain himself. Every time he looked down at Amanda sucking the life from him, he could only watch for a few seconds. Then he'd stare at the ceiling again for a time, as if he could only handle the sight of her in small bursts. Several seconds into the blowjob, Dante did place a hand on the back of Amanda's head, helping guide her. He tried to encourage her to take more of his length into her mouth, but it seemed he was too large for her to handle she always backed off once she'd gone past his head. As amazing as her performance was, I could tell that Dante needed more. He removed his shirt, as if signaling his intent to go further. So did I. As hot as it was watching my fiancé gobble Dante, I wanted him now, too. I quietly removed my own clothes and walked towards the two of them. Amanda saw me approach and turned towards me, Dante's cock audibly popping out from her lips. You want to trade spots? She asked. No. I said, so overcome with lust that I was barely able to stand, much less speak. Take it to the couch. I indicated with my hands what I was suggesting. Once Dante and Amanda understood, they moved to their new positions. Dante sat back down on the couch, but slightly angled, so that his back was against the armrest, and one of his legs dangled off onto the floor. Amanda climbed up next to Dante on all fours, her face near his cock and her hands between his legs to support herself. That left her ass hanging up in the air, ready for me. Amanda didn't waste time waiting though as soon as they were settled in, Amanda began sucking on Dante once more. She couldn't use her hands to help now though, since they were supporting her weight. So, instead of returning to her furious pace, the blowjob became more intimate. Amanda kissed Dante's cock tenderly before letting her soft lips close around it. I couldn't see Amanda's face, but I suspected she was staring deep into Dante's soul at that moment. He certainly couldn't seem to take his eyes away from her, at least. As much as I wanted to keep watching the two of them, I wasn't just an observer anymore. I stepped onto the couch, just behind Amanda. 
Going to my knees, I placed my hands on each of Amanda's full-ass cheeks, orienting myself. My cock felt like steel as it towered from my body, almost screaming with anticipation. It was only a few inches away from Amanda's opening, and with a tiny move of my body, the tip of my cock made contact. Amanda was so wet by this point that I slipped in instantly. Reflexively, Amanda pushed back against me, forcing even more of my cock inside her. The sensation was indescribable. I was in heaven. We'd done doggy style before, but it wasn't Amanda's favorite because she couldn't see me. But she showed no reluctance now, not with another cock to focus on too. I began to thrust. I could already tell I wasn't going to last long, but I didn't care. My brain was on fire with lust. Knowing that Amanda was sucking another man while I took her from behind and that we had orchestrated the whole thing was a high that I'd never had before. My pace increased rapidly, and soon Amanda was having to push back against me, just to keep herself steady. This only heightened my pleasure, and in mere moments, I felt my dam about to break. With a gasp, I yanked backwards just as my cock began shooting streams of my seed into the air. The streams splattered onto Amanda's ass and back as I was buried underneath a wave of ecstasy. Oh fuck! I moaned, trying my best to ride it out. It was one of the most powerful orgasms I'd ever had. Amanda looked back towards me as I came, taking a break from Dante long enough to appreciate her handiwork. I finally opened my eyes and saw her staring at me with a smile. Fuck Amanda! You were amazing! Amanda smiled wider. You weren't so bad yourself. Mind cleaning me up, though? I still have some unfinished business. Oh, sure, I said, shaking my head in a vain attempt to restore blood flow to it. One second. I half stumbled from the couch and grabbed my boxers I'd discarded earlier. Turning back to Amanda, I wiped her down with them. Thanks, babe, Amanda said affectionately. Why don't you go sit down? Use Dante's chair that way you can still watch. It was technically our chair, but I knew which one she meant. It was the one near the couch that Dante often used. And she was right. I could still watch. I went and sat. Amanda returned her attention to Dante, but Dante stopped her before she could start sucking on him again. Wait. Let's move so we can give Dan a better view. Stand up for a second. Amanda complied stepping from the couch onto the floor. Her curves jiggled freely with the move, emphasizing her full figure. With Amanda out of the way, Dante scooted to the center of the couch and leaned squarely against the backrest. His cock jutted stiffly into the air, an imposing monument of virile masculinity. He patted his lap invitingly. The signal to Amanda was clear. Amanda looked towards me, as if asking permission. We both knew she'd been with Dante before but this was different. This wasn't heat of the moment, or a means to an end by moving forward. Amanda would be choosing pleasure for pleasure's sake. Pleasure not from me, her loving fiancé, but from our black roommate that we'd only known for a few months. I think we both understood that once we crossed this bridge, there'd be no going back. I nodded slightly. That was all Amanda needed. She looked back at Dante, and then moved towards him. She put one knee up on the couch, then stepped up and placed her other knee on the other side of his legs. She was now spread over Dante, fully exposed to the thick black cock that awaited underneath her. 
Using a free hand, she grasped it and guided it to her entrance. I saw the impressive head spread her lips open. The next moment, it vanished between them. With a deep and satisfied sigh, Amanda slowly lowered herself down onto Dante, filling herself with his girth. Fuck, Dante! Amanda breathed deeply. I keep forgetting how big you are. Amanda normally wasn't one for dirty talk, but it seemed she was holding on to her temptress persona from our foreplay game. Once Amanda had settled fully onto him, Dante wrapped his arms around her, cupping her ass and squeezing tightly. Is this what you wanted? All that talk about wanting me to fuck your brains out. You really meant it, didn't you? Mmm, yes. Amanda moaned softly, as if she was still adjusting to his size. Well, it's time you got your wish, Dante said. He shifted his hips forward, causing Amanda to fall forward over him. Using his hands in this better angle, Dante lifted her up slightly, then dropped her back down onto his shaft. How's that feel? Amazing, Amanda breathed. They'd barely started, and she was already in another world. The simmering tension between them was spilling over at last. Why don't you try it now? Dante coaxed gently. Amanda obediently lifted up slightly, this time using her own power. She held her position for just a second and then sank down his shaft once more. Like that? Just like that, Dante said approvingly. I love a girl who can ride. Give it a few more times. Amanda did. Each time she sank down, small gasps of pleasure escaped her mouth. I could see Dante's cock quickly become coated with her juices, allowing him to slide more freely inside her. That's it. You're getting good at that. You'll be a regular cowgirl in no time, Dante said, voice becoming husky. Amanda kept going. She kept her eyes on Dante, watching the pleasure pass over his face and sink with her rhythm. She seemed almost awestruck, as if truly realizing for the first time that it was her, all her, that had gotten him in this state. She wasn't sexy just to me, she was sexy even to a man as objectively attractive as Dante. I knew she'd never again think of herself the same way again. Amanda increased her pace, now sliding quickly along Dante's cock. Claps began to fill the air as her ass slapped repeatedly against his legs. Amanda leaned further over Dante, moving her breasts near his mouth. Dante obligingly began to suck on them one at a time, but with her bouncing, it wasn't easy. He released her ass at last and grabbed her boobs, holding them in place against his tongue. He teased her nipples for a bit, before taking them into his mouth one at a time and sucking on them. Oh fuck Dante! Amanda whispered softly. She closed her eyes, basking in his oral attention. She began to slow her riding rhythm, too focused on what Dante was doing to her tits. Dante apparently was unwilling to let their pace dwindle, because he suddenly wrapped his arms around Amanda's torso, squeezing her to his chest. Then, in a smooth motion, he flipped his legs up onto the couch and turned sideways, bringing Amanda with him. They were now a quarter turn from their earlier position, with Dante flat on the couch and Amanda still straddling him, but now facing me. In a final move, Dante brought his feet up towards his ass, bending his knees upwards and causing Amanda to fall over him again. It was a very similar position to where they had been, but now Dante had leverage. He began to thrust upwards into Amanda. I saw her facial expression clearly as Dante restarted their pace. 
Her eyes closed, mouth fell open slightly, as she savored Dante filling her up repeatedly. She showed no qualms in displaying her desire for Dante so freely, frankly, I suspected she'd forgotten I was there entirely. Even as he pounded into my fiancé, Dante began running his hands over her, first, her sizable breasts, then her soft stomach, and finally, back to her full ass. He'd felt her body before, of course, but nothing like this. It was like Dante was drawing Amanda into himself by touch alone, covering every inch of her pale skin with his fingers. Amanda's response was immediate. As Dante traced along her body, she began to moan softly but steadily. I knew she was getting plenty of pleasure from Dante's cock thrusting seemingly ever deeper inside her, but this new pleasure on top of it was too much to bear. Dante must have sensed Amanda was being pushed ever closer to her edge, because he wrapped his arms around her and held her tightly against him, still keeping his steady pace inside her. Amanda gasped suddenly, letting out a cry of ecstasy. I had a clear view of her face as her orgasm hit her eyebrows scrunched tightly. Her mouth opened involuntarily but wordlessly. Pleasure rushed over her face in waves that lasted seconds, so powerful she couldn't even breathe. Fuck, Amanda! Come on, my cock! Dante groaned, and then I saw him stiffen suddenly as well. He was still deep inside Amanda as his own orgasm hit, and although I couldn't see it, I'm sure he began to flood her pussy with his semen. Dante gasped a few more times no doubt sending further spurts into her cervix until at last he too was spent. All three of us sat there for a moment, unable to move or speak. Silence and the smell of sex filled the air. At last, Amanda started to sit up, but Dante reached for her head before she could get far. He ran his fingers through her now mess brown hair, staring up at her flushed face. Goddamn Amanda! You really are the sexiest woman I've ever met. Amanda smiled sheepishly, but I could tell that compliment would likely stay with her the rest of her life. She looked up and saw me staring at her. I saw her eyes widen, as if just now remembering I'd been watching the whole time. She recovered quickly, though. Well, babe, was that everything you hoped for? Everything and more, I said truthfully. Even though I came several minutes ago, I was still riding high from the whole encounter. Amanda nodded and took a deep breath, looking back at Dante. She suddenly seemed to realize that Dante was still inside her, along with hundreds of millions of his baby-making cells. I saw her look down at her pelvis, where his whiteness was already leaking out of her. Oh shit, she said, pulling herself off Dante at last. His rapidly shrinking cock was covered in a mix of her pussy wetness and his own jizz. The same mixture leaked from Amanda as she stood. Sorry, I lost myself for a bit there. Dante apologized, but he sounded unconcerned. You're on the pill though, right? Yeah, but it's not 100%. I take it for psycho-related symptoms, not birth control. Amanda explained. I interrupted before Amanda's worry could kick in. I'm sure it's fine. It obviously works for birth control too, and you never miss a dose. Don't stress yourself. Amanda looked at me and nodded. You're right. I just didn't expect Dante to finish in me tonight. That makes two of us. Dante laughed, as he stood from the couch as well. He looked at me. Dan, I don't know what the hell kind of twisted stuff you two have discovered, but let me just say, 
I appreciate you bringing me in. I know I've said this before, but you really are one hell of a lucky man. Oh, I'm well aware. Trust me, I replied before bending down to pick up Amanda's discarded clothes. But we're gonna clean up now, if you'll excuse us. Clean away, Dante said, shooing us with his hands. I sat on the toilet in our bathroom while Amanda showered off. I wasn't using ITIT was just the only real seat in the room. Steam and the sound of running water filled the air. The two of us had been too lost in our own thoughts to talk about what had just happened, but I thought it was time to change that. So, that was wild, I said over the noise of the shower. Amanda peeked around the shower curtain at me. You can say that again. I can't believe we actually did that. Me either. But I'm glad we did. My mind is still reeling. Mine too. Amanda agreed, disappearing behind the curtain again. You really are okay with this, aren't you? I'd expected to feel at least a twinge of uncertainty once I'd had time to cool down, but I didn't. I enjoyed it too much, apparently, to have regrets. At least so far. Yeah, I am. I'm still in shock at how good you pulled off being sexy out there. Dante was right you absolutely are the sexiest woman I've ever known. I'm glad it came off that way, because when I was trying to work Dante up, I felt like an idiot. I kept thinking to myself that there's no way this will work. He's gonna let it go on long enough to be polite and then tell me to stop. Sorry, Amanda. I know you're trying your best, but your act isn't sexy. It's just awkward. It wasn't awkward at all. You had us both ready to eat from the palm of your hand. Those lines about wanting him to take you right there? Super hot. I took your advice about sounding confident. I didn't feel confident at all, but I'm glad you couldn't tell that I was faking it. Amanda laughed. I really couldn't. Sexy is a good look on you. I'd be okay if you tried it on more often. I said suggestively. Hmm, I guess we'll have to see. Amanda teased back. I know Dante would vote for it too. That means it's two to one for more appearances from Sexy Amanda. You do realize that Sexy Amanda took two men tonight. Is this your way of saying you want to do this again sometime? With Dante, I mean? I considered. It was an innocent question, but the implications were huge. Still, I'd had fun tonight, and the thought of repeating the experience did excite me. Besides, Amanda and I had agreed that either of us could end it any time we wanted. What would it hurt if we had some more fun? You know, I loved sexy Amanda so much, I'd do just about anything to see her again. Even if that means I have to share her. Amanda laughed again. Well, sexy Amanda had a blast tonight in more ways than one. I suspect you'll be seeing more of her. Great. I clapped approvingly. I'll be sure and give Dante the good news when we're done here. We're not going to bed when I'm done. Amanda, it's still early. I pointed out. Yeah, it's technically nighttime, but that's only because of how early the sun set. We can stay in our room if you want, but watching a movie might be a good way to wind down. You might be right. But you better be ready for some major cuddle time. I wouldn't expect anything else. I laughed. A short time later, the two of us were back on the couch, cuddled tightly underneath a blanket. Less than an hour ago, Amanda and Dante had been fucking intensely on it, but by now the signs and smells had faded. 
Dante had vanished inside his own room. I wondered what he was up to there were no sounds to clue me in. I made a bold decision. Hey, Dante. I yelled. Want to join Amanda and me for a movie? At first, I wasn't sure if he heard me, but after a few seconds I heard shuffling, followed by his door opening. Yeah, I can watch a movie, he shouted back, before emerging a second later. Assuming you actually want to watch a movie, that is. If you guys are trying to squeeze in a second round, I'm wore out. No second round. I reassured him, before adding, at least not tonight. Dante walked between us and the TV, sitting in the chair I now thought of as the voyeur chair. But you're saying there might be a second round at some point? I exchanged a meaningful glance with Amanda. Amanda and I talked about it, and yes. We think there might be. Assuming you're cool with it too, of course. Well, normally I don't like playing the third wheel, but for you too, I can make an exception. Dante grinned before turning serious. Just promise me you won't get my hopes up about free rent anymore. Tonight was crazy, in a good way, but the lead-up was a bit much. Hey, now, that game was half the fun for us. I said defensively. Although I guess that's the kind of thing you can only do once. Yes, it is. Amanda agreed, joining the conversation. And Dan is right. That game was fun. Even you have to admit that, Dante. I didn't say it wasn't fun. Dante replied. Just that it was a bit much. If you guys wanted me to join in your sexy time, all you had to do was ask. You didn't have to go through the trouble of all that other stuff. Called it, I said, earning an eye roll from Amanda, before she returned her attention to Dante. Dante, you have to realize that a big part of our fun tonight came from the uncertainty of what might happen. If we just invited you in, it wouldn't have been the same. Amanda explained. And Dan and I agree that if this happens again, we'd like to keep some of that uncertainty. Okay, that's fair. Dante admitted. So, what did you have in mind? I answered for her. We're giving you an open-ended invitation. Anytime the two of us start feeling frisky, you're welcome to join in. You don't have to, of course, but that way we'll never know when you'll help us spice things up. How will I know if you two are feeling frisky, as you put it? Don't worry. We'll make it obvious, Amanda said. So, does that sound good to you? It sounds fine to me. I'm just surprised how adventurous you two have become. Dante shrugged. Wasn't that long ago you hadn't even fucked yet? Well, you're as much to blame for that as anything, I pointed out. Nah, Dante demurred. I just gave you guys a little push. But this stuff is all you. Not that I'm complaining. You better not be, Amanda teased, or we'll take it all back. Nope, don't do that. I'm shutting up now. Dante quickly backtracked. Amanda and I laughed. With that, it seemed our new understanding was in place, and we began the movie. I'm not sure how I expected our deal to play out, but one thing was for certain. Our living situation with Dante just became much more interesting.